Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 10, Episode 6, The Other Earth. I think our alien voices went through puberty a little bit. Felt like I was in a lower octave there for a second. Nope. You know what an octave is? Octaval. It's one eighth, my friend. One eighth. <laughs> you always buy an eighth or something. Yeah. It has something to do with eighth, but it's like a it's like the next register up when someone's singing. Of the tops. Yeah. Yes. C C. Um Yeah, Tav of the Tav of the evening to you. Octave of the evening to you, as the octopuses say. Um, it's an all those four-legged friends. Yeah. Octopi. Already on your phone during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm answering texts. Someone just asked, what do you stream on? Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Another person I call Louis Scalper. Oh. <laughs> and the old that? Cape and Cow. Oh, okay. An old an old toy friend of yours. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's Monday night. We're back on a standard, fairly standard recording schedule here. A little earlier than usual, actually. Got to work a little earlier. It's slowing down a little bit. Yeah. Very you know, nice. it's about to heat up for Cyber 5, as our boss calls it, <laughs> a.k.a. Cyber Week, as Cyber the rest Week. of the world exactly. calls it. <laughs> as most normal people will call. Yes. Uh, feeling pretty good about it. We, uh, My team's prepped and ready to go. Shouldn't have any overnight work or anything. Your dumb promotion Thanks, thing has to go through, but... Yeah, I switched that, so it's on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it used to be your team was on all weekend. Yes. Changing shit on Friday, changing back on Saturday, changing shit Sunday night for Monday. Yes. And that Monday was totally to dumb and pointless. Well, there's a lot of banner changes that don't happen now as well. Either, yeah. But. yeah. Uh, we'll save that for banner talk where we <laughs> talk about website creative and Bruce Banner, the uh, alter ego of now, the Incredible Hulk. Now, I just came to a revelation. I don't know why just now. We could you do. You came a, to the book of Revelation. I did. Wow. Uh, the pages aren't quite stuck together, yeah. <laughs> and I tell you, my friends, I riveted it all over. <laughs> you really drilled that fucking yeah. jizz. It's not into just riveting. I was riveted. Right. <laughs> um, we could do closet knowledge of just general e-commerce. Closet knowledge. Closet knowledge. Yes. Yeah, we could. On working in e-commerce or search engine optimization or paid search. We could do our own business acumen (laughs) on on Twitch. Yeah, we have to do a project at work where we literally have to teach our own team what each of our little sub-teams on our larger team do. Right. (laughs) Which is fucking ridiculous because we talk to each other every day. Exactly. That's the world we work in. And uh, Forza is saying, uh, well, one... I don't know. Someone's back. But um, just asking if this is on another platform. Yeah, we have a podcast that we release weekly yes. on all the major podcast yeah. platforms. Apple Podcasts, uh, CastBox, Stitcher, whatever. All your Whatever your Google Play Store, your favorite podcast service, uh, Probing Ancient Aliens, is a free podcast that goes up every very late Monday night into Tuesday morning. Uh, we pretty much post it right after we record on Monday night. So, um, yeah, we go through... Every episode, as the intro says, of Ancient Aliens on the History Channel. Uh, we love the show, but also are very skeptical of especially the way the evidence is presented on the show for ancient astronaut theory. So. Yes. And Power Nick says, get freaking abilities, take my free money. I want to donate 
uh, Twitch Prime sub. Uh, we are affiliate level, so you should be able to. Uh, if it's not letting you, I don't know. I meant to log in mm. on another account to look. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, honestly, I we just reached this level, so yeah, I don't know if there's something week. I have to like turn on right, to right. take the money. I what guess? was he saying that we have to fix something or something, or he can't do it yet? Oh no, it says. Oh wait, it will. I don't know. He was just saying he wants to give us his Twitch sub, which oh, is what cool. we talked about. If you have your Amazon Prime account, yeah, yeah. And then you use the same address for uh, Twitch. You yep. get every month. You get a free subscription. You kind of get a quote unquote donate. Right. Um, and he's yeah, saying try it he's out, gonna, He's he's going to look into it and and check it out. Yeah, let us know how the experience is because we've I don't think we've ever done it before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for Zahe, he says they can't hear us. Oh, but we can hear ourselves. Um, yeah, I've got all the levels going through. Hmm. Are you sure your speakers are on? No, and the, you know, on the the thing here. Yeah. Oh no, I was saying the same too. Volume is super low. Forzahe. Weird. I wonder if there's a uh, like an export volume on Twitch or something that's weird. You want to pause the recording? Yeah. Sorry. Gonna pause the old HIV pop. And the AIDS is coursing through our veins after our HIV pause moment. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I think I've told that story where I was at a gay bar with a friend. Yes. I'm not gay. Yeah. Uh, and then we left, and I was the like, Steve's that, was a, protest that, too much, right? that was a pretty gay bar. And he's like, yeah, it was pause night. And I was like, we were there for, I, I, so I did comic conventions and all this that, stuff. That, so. I mean, hey, that is a great line, too. You just you stumble out onto the street after a night of dancing, and you just go look at your friend and go, wow, that was a pretty gay bar. <laughs> well, I mean, the, they had TVs where it was just like, a, a slideshow of dick pics oh, wow. and stuff and like <laughs> we couldn't find it so i looked on their website and it was a naked construction worker and the oh, site yeah. said under construction <laughs> it was in seattle <laughs> i mean i think i've told that story yeah, somewhere yeah. i can again at some point either on this really or want. for forza ha is that like a forza horizon reference the motorsports game it's f-o-r-z-a-j-a-2-1 yeah, maybe no like four, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, you've told that on beer that drunk that before. Yeah, so we have another podcast for you newbies out there. Uh, beer there drunk that we do it not as regularly anymore because this is kind of our priority podcast here. Yeah. But um, we've done thirty eight episodes, like thirty six episodes, something yeah. like that. Uh, and it's beer there drunk that, and it's on the same podcast service yeah. as probing ancient aliens. So, but uh, yeah. Anyways, I was up there, and yeah, he's. He ended up doing meth and going to massage parlors, yeah. all these things, while we were there for Emerald City Comic Con, yeah. selling as a vendor. Had a very stereotypical, mm-hmm. what most kind of socially conservative people would call, what think how all gays act negatively. Like, right, right. <laughs> he did a very, yeah, they're on drugs, sharing needles, doing all this yeah, shit, going, going to a gay to, night with yeah, fucking AIDS people. And all and stuff. All. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, so we, he's like, yeah, it was pause night, so I'm thinking like furries. Meth, or, gay women, AIDS, yeah. sauna. <laughs> You know, <laughs> massage. Um, so I was thinking furries or this or that. And he's like, no, like oh. HIV positive. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, Can we go back yeah. in? <laughs> I didn't know. I got a HJ. You, but he had scabs on his hand. Yeah. No. I brought some thumbtacks yeah. that I can casually scratch people <laughs> yeah. and share their blood. <laughs> you know, poke and, <laughs> poke and stick. The old poke and stroke. Yeah. 
Uh, but was anyways, that was that the same trip that you saw the movie prop, the actual movie prop of the Death Star? Exactly, mm-hmm. the only one in existence because they blew up the other one, and that's mm-hmm. a whole other story. But yeah, this guy yeah. Gus uh, Lopez, yeah. he's you can Google him and it'll pop up on you know Google on the, on the Google yeah. <laughs> on the Google. Uh, if you just Google Gus Lopez mm-hmm. Death Star, it'll show him and yeah. his Death Star and all this stuff. So he has all this gnarly shit in his house. And yeah. It's actually the one from the movie. So what I would consider a priceless artifact. Yeah, yeah. And didn't you say, like, on the set, after the movie was done, they were basically, like, using it as a trash can or something for a while? Uh, Again, I can't remember exactly what story I told where, but... um, But it was just shoved away. It it was put in storage because all the movie studios put their shit in storage. Storage unit closes, ends up in the South, ends up in a record store (laughs) they're using as a trash can. Got it. These guys get it. Yeah. Uh, and then he buys it from them. Very long, yeah, yeah. short, shortened version of that story. But right. yeah, so it's basically trash. Yeah, um, uh, and they're using yeah the satellite dish as the, that got popped out, so it was just a hole, and that's how they're using it. Oh as a right, trash right, game. right. Yeah. But if you stick a light <laughs> up in there, yeah, the whole thing lights up. Yeah, and all those are Looks like little like... filaments and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because all those dudes who are into tracking down the props and the original toys and wax yeah. molds, like they'll buy the plant. They've all pretty much rounded up all the planets. Right from the movie that they use as models. Now, talking about Star Wars in general is ancient aliens related because, as the initial crawl says, in a galaxy far, far away and a long yeah, time ago, some kind of a couple weeks back, yeah. uh, Luke Skysaber was born. Right. And watch porn. Heated up the Earth. Yeah. But no, it's like it's it's in another galaxy who is far more advanced because it's a long, long time ago and they clearly have literally light years uh, yeah. more advanced technology than us too but right, uh, right. quick side note star wars related i'm playing through uh the new game jedi fallen order on most all the current consoles and stuff mm-hmm. um and it's actually really good it's like the it's like the first uh like game where you're just playing as a a walking like a third person like walking around as a character right uh doing jedi stuff since that um i'm just going out with my friend do jedi stuff (laughs) uh well because the last one was like 2010 or 2011 with that uh that guy doing sith stuff where it was the force unleashed member when he was like it was that dude that was kind of in kind of in he was an actor but he was he was only in these games to play this character in a couple games but Mm -hmm. basically it was about he was a sith apprentice and you could choose to be super bad or whatever but it was kind of it was like just okay back in the day but okay this one takes place Right after, or sorry, uh, right when the uh, Empire is like newly formed, mm-hmm. so it's kind of in the prequel period, yeah, when the great purge of Jedi had already happened, right? So, like, Obi Wan Kenobi, as you know, escaped the Jedi purge, and he yeah. was one of the few that still survived by acting like he wasn't a Jedi anymore. And you basically play this kid that was a uh, that is was also hiding his Jedi ness after mm-hmm. the purge. And the whole impetus is that he he finds this fucking ragtag group of morons, yeah. and uh, she this one chick is used to also be a Jedi and cut off her connection to the Force, right? Um, to save herself and her Padawan or whatever. But the whole point of the game is to find some secret codex that has all of the known Force sensitive children in the galaxy mm. or some shit, so they can like rebuild right, right. the Jedi Empire or something like that. But the old temples, yeah, it's pretty good. It has kind of a uh, I don't think you ever played these, but any of the Dark Souls or Demon Souls games, known for being very Dark difficult Souls. and punishing. I remember those those titles, but yeah, I never. Demon really Souls came out like two thousand nine or yeah, something, yeah. but um, and then Bloodborne was kind of a spiritual sequel by the same developers on PlayStation, but uh, it has kind of that vibe where you can't just like run through 
swinging your lightsaber around just like in right. real life, just Hanging like in right. Hollywood now. Thanks, yeah. Weinstein, for ruining yeah. it. But Thanks, uh, Bo Bandy. Yeah. What's up to you, too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you have to be, like, very careful, and even, like, a couple enemies on screen is super, like, they can kill you pretty quick if you just sit there and yeah. try to fucking wail on them and stuff. But, right. Um, but with that and The Mandalorian, it's actually a pretty good time to be a Star Wars fan right now and learn about ancient aliens. Yeah. So, uh, that was Joey's Baby video game Yoda. review. <laughs> um, and yeah. that's why you should watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's this podcast I've been listening to. I don't know if a lot of people hear, but it's called The Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it really needs our support. Yeah. <laughs> He's it's, sending some listeners It's over going there. places. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just there, there's not too much like news or whatever so yeah. um that's my my current well except experience. for the graham hancock 21 page or 27 oh page. that's right yeah um i think i retweeted this uh on the uh, at probing aliens our twitter account um where graham hancock was very angry and posted a uh, very long blog post on his blog mm-hmm. in okay. retaliation of some big science journals 27 page attack on his book america before right which although we haven't read the book we've all we've at least seen his in person we've seen his presentation so a little name drop right there yeah. um, we, we were there I, yeah. we made contact <laughs> we saw <laughs> his wife desert. santa uh, you i know what kind of contact you make in the desert <laughs> uh but uh yeah america before is his newest book talking about what we mention a lot on the show is Maybe it doesn't have to be ancient aliens so much as an advanced precursor race before the ice caps melted and caused what a lot of religions know as the Great Flood. Right. Uh, a lot of those coastal, more advanced uh, societies were destroyed, potentially. The stragglers kind of went up inland where all the more, you know, quote-unquote primitive people were living and taught them mm-hmm. how to use fire and the wheel and technology and computers right. and the internet. I love so technology. It goes fire, wheel, Computers, internet. Technology. That's every single, <laughs> yeah, then technology. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they want to teach them about the computers, internet without the larger context of technology. Yeah. Because once they do that, it's self-service, baby. They can go on that computer and internet all day and learn about yeah. the rest of the technology. They can get more wheels. And those precursor, yeah, those precursor race people, those precursor racists, they can fuck huh. off and go yeah. teach some other primitives. I've got I've got work to do. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> But Banny should know that reference, oh, yeah. too. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to see if there's any way. Because it says on the app thing that we have sub set up to receive. Okay. But I'm just trying to look in here, too. And we have doms ready to give. Exactly. <laughs> we can uh, raid. We can drop bombs. That's fine. While you're uh, fucking around with that, uh, I'm going to read some reviews from our listeners. We have a segment called Reaching for the Stars, where we ask you the little probers and probets out there to uh, submit five-star reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, where uh, we need a little help, because we, we have a lot of five stars and then a lot of one-star reviews, so yeah. very polarizing podcast. But, um, but yeah, uh, giving us five-star reviews helps us come up in search algorithms and rank and chart and whatever. So right. uh, give us a five-star review and uh, review – sorry, a five-star rating and review us in the comments of that five-star rating, and we will read it on the air and give you a shout-out, just like the Apple Podcast Canada user, harsh, 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 harsh. Uh, gave us any he, uh, he or she titled their review gold five stars said this podcast is amazing great dynamic and talking about this show was a great idea you guys should continue to podcast about similar topics or a different show if ancient aliens ever falls off yeah so we all we have a show just like that um it's currently a patreon exclusive show so we have a patreon at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens 
where if you support us for $5 a month or more, you get at least two exclusive podcasts per month, one of which is our podcast, Adventurous Ghosts, where we investigate every investigation of <laughs> ghost adventures. So uh, the very popular travel channel show, which I think is owned by the same parent company as History Channel. I think it's all A&E Network or something, but uh, we do the same kind of format, format but... Format, format, format. <laughs> <laughs> format. <Yeah. laughs> uh, we uh, 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 do do the same kind of show as Probing Ancient Aliens, but with ghost adventures. And we, we're doing that once a month right now. We hope to do it more in the future. I was even thinking we can talk later about like maybe asking our patrons if instead of being like completely exclusive, maybe after a month we release them or something on the air or whatever. But or we also want six months to a year. We want we, I, I want to get their feedback and make sure they're not feeling screwed yeah. or anything yeah, like yeah, that. You don't so, want to go too hammy, right? Um, but it is that we actually, as someone who's been on Patreon listening to podcast content for I don't know for five years now since 2014, mm. uh, it's very rare that it's truly there's truly exclusive podcasts. It's usually just. Uh, early access basically yeah but a lot of that but that, i don't i don't like that when it's like two days later they get it if it's a like you said if it's a long time i don't think our patrons will care but right but bandy and other patrons dusty tweet out there let us know uh what kind of time period would be acceptable for us because we would like more people to listen to that show too um, uh yeah i mean it's it's more like what are we going to do when this is done <laughs> For yeah, some yeah. Of that stuff. Well, and that's what I'm saying too. Is but. like because if we if we get we get people on the free feeds, which we've done before once or twice, we've yeah. done a Patreon a peak. Taste. Yeah. If we think it's um, so good, you better pay for it. Right. <laughs> and uh, or maybe as we get closer to catching up to the current run of Ancient Aliens, then for a few months we can like get people used to Adventures Ghost, right, yeah. see if they like it, or if we have other ideas by that point. Because that'll probably be about a year from now, I think, yeah, we'll catch yeah. up. So uh, we're on season ten. They're on season fifteen, uh, which yeah, I exactly. watched an episode the other night, but. Uh, uh, we have a few other reviews. One of them from the aforementioned Bo Bandy, <laughs> super fan and Galactic Daddy on Patreon, chatting it up um, with all he's... sorts. He does say release it wherever, but we do want to pace ourselves. We oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it is funny though. Like as someone who pays for podcasts that get released two days later, even then, the two days later, I've already listened to it because I'm a super fan and don't really give a shit after mm. that point. But still, I don't want to assume anyone's gender or assume that about anyone else. Yeah. So. Uh, Bo Bandy writes on Casp, the Castbox app, uh, which a lot of people like because it's a uh, operating system agnostic Casp or uh, podcast Thank app. You. Yeah. So whether you have Android or Apple, and the Apple Pod, I mean, I hate the Apple Podcast app and ecosystem in general. Mm-hmm. I've always found it annoying to use and whatever. I just hate the whole but you're not concept. On Apple product either. Exactly. So. But even like on my wife's phones that she's had mm-hmm. forever, like mm-hmm. I fucking I can't stand that I just can't download the file somewhere. Mm-hmm. You have to fucking be logged and all this stuff. No, you so. can download it. Really? Yeah. Is that new? No. Oh. You could always download it and then you can be offline, but oh, it's just in right. the iTunes. Maybe I've been on thing. for three years, but um but anyway, Bob Andy says uh oh sorry, I'll read his older review. So four days ago, Bob Andy wrote, My review this week is dedicated to strong body, strong soul. You recognize real when you said it. Stay real, girl. <laughs> and then <laughs> some people responded <laughs> and said, good to know. And he said, well, we all lined up for a comparison, and I was the biggest by far. And then the other person says, you must be a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming they're talking about penises there. Yeah. Um, and oh. then, oh, oh, oh and shit. we just broke a really nice glass. <laughs> We're going to pause the podcast for a second. Give Sorry, Twitch second. streamers. I just moved my... Yep. Are you here. bleeding anywhere? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. 
And now we're extra aged up with mm. broken pieces of glass where we yeah. slice each other's arms without All this knowing. blood talk. Yes. <laughs> there, and I'm getting that idea because there was an episode of Oz, the old mm. HBO prison show, mm-hmm. where they wanted, to <laughs> they wanted to take down the old Italian mafia leader, who uh-huh. was actually the old dude on Breaking Bad in the wheelchair with the bell. Oh, okay. He played the old, like the, the head Guido guy there. And... Uh, Chuck, yeah, <laughs> and then Chuck Zito played a character because he wanted to take over the mob. Oh, so he said the Great Lakes. Sorry. Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, is that called the Third Coast? I think that interesting. About right. Uh, coastal elites over here, huh? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chuck Zito's character took he he broke into the hospital wing or got it smuggled out, but got a, a little AIDS needle and he put it uh like between his he put a glove on, put it between his fingers, and casually just walked by and just scratched the guy's arm. So the guy was just like, oh, what the fuck was that or whatever. Yeah. And then he had HIV, which then made everyone think he was, he was gay. gay. <laughs> and so they literally beat the shit out of him and killed him. <laughs> and he was therefore no longer the mafia head in yeah. uh, Oswald Penitentiary. Hashtag no homo. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, indeed. <Yes>. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we were reading uh, our Reaching for the Stars on CastBox. Um, oh, or my friend Herney wrote me back. Oh, he said absolutely. Yes, getting me a discount on some shoes. Um, oh, and then, uh, uh, hey, where'd it go? Oh, fuck it. It unfiltered from newest to oldest to hot comments again. There we go. Uh, Bob Andy also wrote the same day. I almost forgot. Congratulations, Steve and Joey, on 100 podcasts. In TV, that's the magic number. Syndication money. Sadly, no such luck with podcasts. <laughs> It has been a good ride. Happy to say I've been here for most of the 100. In the beginning, quietly listening until I became a super fan and thought I would contribute because you two are filthier fucks than me. Looking forward to the next 100. Thank you, Bo Bandy. Yes. Um, yeah, we, uh, last week's episode was our 100th episode of Probing Ancient Aliens. Technically, we've recorded like 150 or 160 podcasts because we have Home Beer There Drunk That huh? and then <laughs> yeah, Beer There Drunk That and uh, 20 or so Patreon podcasts mm-hmm. too. So. Um, feels like 10. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like, like <laughs> just like to insert child molester just joke Just like here. daddy used to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Come son's 15. Oh, feels taste. like 10. <laughs> Ooh. Thanks, dad. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why my butthole hurts every morning? Uh, <laughs> real tight. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think we asked, but how are you doing, Steve? <laughs> I was doing fine. Yeah. Your roommate uh, said that you're a sloppy drunk. <laughs> <laughs> After a beer. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of wanting to see sloppy drunks, well, this, of this coming Friday, oh, yes. we will have Blackout Friday. We will stream mm-hmm. starting about 12.31 p.m. Pacific. Yes. Matt's looking over at me now. <laughs> yeah. How dare you not tell me drinking, that? Drinking uh, some dark stout beers on the old yeah. Twitch arena. Oh, I was like, Matt's not drinking no, <laughs> dark Matt's stout beers. Yeah. Matt, are you working? <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, no, he's over there eating Hawaiian food. Yeah. It's Masubi Mondays. Exactly. Dollar yeah. twenty five down at the old local Hawaiian joint. Uh but yeah, we'll have some delicious dark beers. Yes. We'll be doing an episode live. of uh, Beer There Drunk That, but likely streaming it on this channel, exactly. right? So we'll yeah. be streaming on the Probing Ancient Aliens channel an episode of Beer There Drunk That where we're going uh we're 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 streaming some slurps of yeah. some uh, some sips. We're going to drink several thousand dollars worth yes. of beer <laughs> in the aftermarket. Yes. We Which, didn't pay that much. Yes. 
but it will be. Yeah. Uh, and the aforementioned uh, Gorsh Jorner will finally oh, make yeah. his first appearance yes. outside of his video text messages, which yes. he used to send us, which yes. he hasn't in quite some time. Yes, he was an, as most of our friends are, they only listen to our much less popular beer podcast and not probing ancient fine. aliens. That's not a dig. It's just yeah. funny because, like, he they used to be all into it, and then we kind of stopped where we slowed down on beer. They're drunk that so, uh, Dorsch Gorner or as Steve said, Jorsch. What you say? Gorsh Jorner. Gorsh Jorner. Um, yeah, used to he was he's too scared, and we'll see if he still is too scared to get on mic. Uh, so he used to send us shitty little recordings from his phone, drunk in an Uber yeah. <laughs> after drinking a beer by himself. Yeah, he at was in yeah, like Seattle at one point. Yeah, he's on a work else. trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobani says he wants to sponsor a segment called. How are you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody whatever wants to product sponsor, you want. How are you, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. Um, how are you, Joey? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not good. No, I'm fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to Blackout Friday, um, day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, and then my family's having Fish Saturday. Yeah. Fried fish Saturday. Uh, with you're, you, it's a oh, family man. packed weekend. Oh, yeah. Thursday, Friday, <laughs> oh. Saturday. And then no Sunday with Momsky or that Probably too? not. We'll probably take a little family yeah, break. Take a, yeah. Going to uh, kill each other. Balls deep at each other yeah, exactly. at that point. Um, those will be nice, like one giant meal per day <laughs> kind yeah. of things, too. Yeah. Massive. Um, I mean, we're going to. We're gonna record around twelve, twelve thirty or something yeah. on Friday, yeah. uh, PM Pacific time, uh, and then we were. It's gonna be. I'll be interested to see how we pace ourselves. Maybe Thrillin will be here. Thrillin and Gorsh will be here. Be to there record. on yeah. on mic. Yeah. Do we have four mics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four. Do we have Jersey mics? Sometimes <laughs> he's now. That's the best little Italian. <laughs> you got to go to Vegas for Jersey Vegas mics. I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve, yeah, short story. Steve had a, an Uber driver in Vegas that thought Jersey Mike's was a single location in, in Las Vegas yes. <laughs> of an Italian deli sandwich. He place. also owned the recording studio where yeah. Notorious uh, <laughs> Big recorded yes. one of his albums. Right. And that's how he referred to him. Now, it sounds like he didn't do very much with that recording studio if he's just driving an Uber and is ill-informed about massive sandwich chains. Uh, <laughs> he No, he just did it for fun. He retired. He, oh, he lived in Ohio and was like, Got it. I'm retiring out here, and then this is just for fun. Got it. Because he just loves to talk to people about Jersey Mike's so Exactly. Much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for a little break as well. Yeah. Um, 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 I, I, I. Uh, are you suggesting that um, everybody take yeah. Ubers and Lyfts from your house that night? Uh, they do whatever they want. Yeah, you're not responsible for any of any children or anything killed on the way home. I am from this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be fun. I'll yeah. be interested to see how we can pace ourselves, if anything. Right, right, right. Um, but I invited most of my whole family, so there'll be about ten ten of us here. I think ten. Uh, to split I up almost the sips. said your last name, which isn't yeah. even their last name. <laughs> uh, but anyway, t- ten Joeys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the non-Italian the side. Only my yeah. older sister has the Italian blood of my father, who right. you don't really talk to. So. Exactly. Uh, the old minship man himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real minship. Yes. Um, who the fuck keeps texting me? Oh, it's my dog clan. And Hannah from work. Because um, she was actually excited today about the episode. She was asking. Wow. And, uh, and then we were talking about, she asked me what my favorite type of alien was. Mm. Because I... Uh, 
uh, was telling her about last week's episode all about the alien evolution, so like the mm. physical appearance of mm-hmm, aliens mm-hmm. and like how the humanoid shape theoretically could be the most beneficial to right. anyone in our galaxy or something. Yeah. Um, and then she asked me what my favorite was, and I said, I think the most interesting one is if we, interstellar style, if we are the aliens ourselves, where advanced humans are the aliens that come back, even though it doesn't right. answer what they look like, but that really opens up again. I mean, that's kind of the ancient astronaut theory shit is like, Opening it up to, oh, it was really us all along. Right. Because um, that would be so fascinating to go, not only is there life on other planets, but there's another planet so like ours that to, to see that evolution could actually create, you know, another species identical to ours just mm. because of the environment would show an even, like, deeper right. connection to the environment of something, right. you know? But anyway, uh, we get into a little bit, a bit of that uh, with those green kids on this episode. Uh, back in merry old England. The black-eyed children. Yes. Um, uh, they asked the question this episode, the other Earth, what are other Earths, right? So are there other Earth-like planets out there? Yeah. And in July 2015, Kepler discovered an Earth-like planet called 252b, Kepler 252b. And uh, it's 1,400 light years away, meaning if you could travel at the speed of light, it would take you 1,400 years to get to the planet. So we also cannot even travel at a fraction of the speed of light yet. So, um, again, these are very far away things. The closest planet that we've seen so far, that's li- although there's been closer ones found since, but mm-hmm. uh, even a light year, again, traveling at the speed of light, that's faster than Sonic the Hedgehog, even the new redesigned one. Yeah, fully fully torqued out on yeah. chili dogs. Exactly. I was going to say, are there enough chili dogs to feel? He'd probably have to down like 50 of those an hour while running that fast. Exactly. The chili dogs probably would just disintegrate. <laughs> Consuming as many rings as he could along the way. Yeah, does he eat the rings? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's his life force, apparently. That's true, yeah. Um, uh, Bobandy said he just watched a new episode of Ancient Aliens, mm-hmm. and he asked if Sook's got a facelift, what the fuck happened to him. So, if he had blonde hair, he would look like the road dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, I can uh, commiserate here with Bobandy because I watched, maybe not, I didn't watch the newest one, which was the giant D for disclosure or whatever, but I watched mm-hmm. the... The raid on Area Fifty One episode from two weeks ago, and yeah, Sooks has there's something something different about him. I think it might just be 4K cameras and now a little more makeup because he's getting older. His face at contact though did look weird. Like it looked yeah, way yeah. more rounded, almost paler. Yes, that's what I was saying. Um, he has more of a bloat and less swollen. of a tan. Yeah, of some kind. Right. It doesn't look quite like a facelift because it didn't look smooth. It yeah. just looked paler and rounder. Just different. Yeah. More so maybe up. with makeup. It yeah. looks more fucked up because it's like, mm-hmm. again, rounded and basketball esque. Yeah, yeah. As most women want. Yeah. Uh, oh, can you make me look a little more fucked up, please? please. Okay, great. <laughs> That's Oof. the powder going on their face. Oof. Uh, <laughs> it's just getting a light beating. Huh? Yes. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to say something. No. Uh, but yeah, so no. it's crazy that that was 2015 when it was the big news that this Earth like exoplanet was found. Because I think within a year or two, they found like 100 more. Yeah. And then now they've found literally like 10,000 more. Right. So with Kepler and with all of these new ways to measure, to more accurately accurately measure the conditions of a very far away planet, mm-hmm. uh, especially because, as they say in a little bit, in 2018, they set out that James Webb telescope uh, about uh, 13 months ago. To, that's specifically designed to look for exoplanets. Mm-hmm. So it was a way gnarlier telescope than even the Kepler, and then they pushed it a million miles out from Earth at the edge right. of the solar system 
specifically to look for exoplanets. So now we found a shit ton. So yeah. um, getting there is a whole other story. It's hard enough to get to Mars, which is only a few hundred miles away. Right. So, uh, <laughs> a few hundred, hundred miles yes. away. <laughs> um, they, they talk about uh, Kepler-252b. It's way bigger than Earth. It's on a star that is similar but slightly... Uh, smaller, but it's like a little bit older. It's like slightly right. dimmer, but a similar kind of star with yellow sunlight and all that stuff that powers Superman. Uh, and uh, and it's in the Goldilocks zone, which I think anyone listening to this or maybe not, I don't know, no. knows what the Goldilocks zone is. But that is the just right, just like the in Goldi- spot. Yes. Goldilocks and the three big gay bears. Yeah. Uh, who were really they were big hipsters, and they decided they didn't even really know what porridge was, and so they decided to look at some. Maddie Matheson recipes for porridge, and they made porridge. And one of those porridges was just right. It was almost too hot, one was too cold. So and not spicy. Exactly. <laughs> and one, and just like a planet, you don't want that planet too spicy either. Yeah. Um, or else you got chili magma coming out of those poles. Exactly. South poles. I mean, you're talking blowing up, my friend. Yes. That's a, quite a hollow earth in there full All of the diarrhea holes. juice. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah, prolapse so, is real. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so this planet, Kepler-252b, is in that Goldilocks zone. Just simply meaning the zone that the Earth is about in, in terms of atmosphere, temperatures, distance from the sun, versus the power the sun puts out. Because if you had a way weaker sun, you could be way closer and get the same amount of UV rays and shit, or what is, what vice is versa. Pino talking? Yeah, it's all about suns about here. About having a weaker <laughs> sun, and <Yep>. you know, <laughs> only then could you enjoy them in chimp if you were qualified and cool enough to enjoy it, not yeah. just melt it like a giant asshole and that's be so a, weak. That's Dad Hancock. <laughs> exactly. I am your father, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, really disappointed. I'm moving to God, South I Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, he's actually more disappointed in his second son. Yeah. Uh, so with, that he had with my stepmother. Yeah. <laughs> he always he called me the, the, good, the good son, and yet probably talked to his second son a thousand times more than me right. over a course of our maybe life. Maybe should be so. a bad boy, Joe. I, yeah. Maybe he's into those bad boys. Yeah. Get a little spanking going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> jam some mint chip lube hey, up Joe. there. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna bend you over That's that toilet. Lot, yeah. And hit you with this old uh, oh, pipe okay. wrench. I mean, at least it's cool to hang out with you. You know what? Yeah. You're gonna hang out because those balls are sagging. Okay, they're gonna drop in yeah, that water. I know they're pretty big. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put them back up because you know. Okay. Your stepmom's been eyeballing them a little too much know, for my yeah. taste. She's trying and to be nice to me, but my tastes <laughs> are anchoring taste. for those balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you love me, Dad. I guess that's how you show it. Well, everyone's a little different. In theory. <laughs> we'll see after we, yeah. I taste them. <laughs> That's how I express my He moved love. across the country because yeah. he didn't like the taste of my yeah. balls. When he's spanking you with a pipe wrench. <laughs> I missed that <laughs> Oh, I would have acted yeah. more bloody and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would have acted more bloody. <laughs> hey, I'm bloody. I'm so wet. Blood bubbles in my mouth. <laughs> bloody as same as underwater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're drowning it, son. Exactly. <laughs> As we move on. Uh, yeah, they have a bunch of... Um, to be fair to them on this episode, they have a lot of physicists and astro- astronomers and yeah. astrophysicists on uh, talking about shit. So they're not saying anything, you know, uh, uh, you're not learning much from them other than just confirming if anyone is, you know, on if anyone's on the internet nowadays and keeps up with any sort of astronomical news at all, I mean... 
you know, there's a billion people on the I fucking love science page on yeah. Facebook and stuff like that. You'll hear all this shit anyway. But I, I like that at least they have like Michael Denon from the UC, UC Irvine physicist is back on there. He's a kind of, you know, wavery guy and talks like this. But he's always just been a physicist that's only in little ways kind of gone down the ancient astronaut theory hole. He's mostly just there to be a voice of scientific reason yeah, to help prove some of their theories, right, or related theories and stuff. But yeah. uh, he's on... They have a bunch of new faces on. Um, I think that some of them never return. A uh, couple gals, couple guys. Philip Davies is on. He's a, he's, he's a British I guy mean, with a list. Guys, I mean, meet yeah. girls. <laughs> uh, he's a British man with a list from Arizona State <laughs> University. He's a professor of physics there. The old sun devils. Yes, um, I'm a big fan. But they beat uh, the Oregon Ducks this weekend and took them out of contention oh. for the old uh, top four tournament. Oregon Ducks is your favorite team, right? One of. U- yeah. USC and then Oregon oh, Ducks. Oh, that's right. USC did beat the Bruins. Okay. Hmm. There you go. That's UCLA's team. Exactly. On track. Right. Uh, side note, Sir Dubbingly uh, said oh. we should, we can do a MUFON meetup in the Northwest Lower Michigan. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> we go. mark. We're not from there. I've never been yeah. there, but we could go there. Yeah. Founders is out in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Founders Brewery. Or just drink beers and... Uh, Check out the stones in Grand Traverse, West Bay. Ooh. Is that something? I don't know. Transverse. Hey. Um, I can take you out, and or you could be, and you could do your child sayings. <laughs> I guess you don't take a lot of people out here. Take or talk take? to? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh, you want to? You want to yes. take it? You take it. <laughs> uh, up like a flower. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we were just talking about MUFON last week because even though I've seen. Move on. Yeah. Uh, only really last week's episode talked about it quite a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then actually the fucking that latest episode I saw about the Area Fifty One already talked about right, it a little right, bit too. Right. But yeah, it's the Mutual UFO Network, and they're at all the fucking Something, alien yeah. conventions and contact in the desert and all yeah. that stuff. And they have chapters in counties and cities yeah. and all over. They're the place. doing good work because they're tracking all UFO sightings. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of sub stuff going on there but, right right uh, right probably some drama even. yes the doms hold the data and the subs yeah, exactly. they just suck them off yeah, uh, yeah for a little taste but um uh michael denon is on he steals carl sagan's fucking line about uh the universe being an awful waste of space if there was no other intelligent life in there yeah. like we see in contact the movie contact and the book contact but uh george nori it's it is just proving it's proving my point more that george nori never comes on the show they never edit him into the show Except after other smarter people to then dumb it down in a sentence for right. the dumb viewers. Hey, he's a radio man, FM, yeah. whatever, whatever, on yeah. X nights at whatever time. <laughs> but the funniest thing is, like, none of the people that come on before him are saying anything really complicated, especially if you're watching this show enough, right? Yeah. But then George Norris, like, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, there's other planets that are like Earth out there. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Great. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what's um, up? Sir Dubbingly says uh, that that Taverns uh, Bay was on an episode where Childress was on, yep. and it was not accurate. Mm. So. Oh, yes. That's right, where the the Throbolisk is out in that lake, mm. in, in the lake Throbolong. in Michigan or whatever, yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> Throbolong Howie. Exactly. And I can't remember if it was Michigan or some random lake, but someone put like a Jason from Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, like, yes. in chains, like, life-size, oh, yeah, yeah. underwater. So, like, when scuba divers right. or people would go, they would see it and, like, <laughs> shit their pants. Uh, shit their scuba suit, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, shit their little wetsuits. So then we're asking, and the ancient astronaut, astronaut, theor- ancient astronaut theorists are asking, where the fuck are the aliens if there's all these exoplanets out there? Or where are the exoplanets, right? 
Uh, Jonathan Brandenburg, who I, <laughs> you can tell me if you like this, I dubbed him the Deeper and Deeper Creeper mm. uh, <laughs> because he's similar to the character in Office Space, the hypnotist yeah. at the beginning of the movie that swollen. has a very fat, sweaty, swollen heart attack in the midst of giving uh, Peter, the character, yep. Uh, his hypnosis to relax and chill out and stuff right, like that. Right, so right. Peter stays in the relaxed state, and it's the impetus for the whole movie. But yeah. Um, but anyway, the part where he's dying is where he's going deeper and deeper, and deeper and deeper, and we're yeah. counting down, and it's very dark. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just seizes up. But uh, but yeah, Brandenburg is a very crotchety, uh, very rough, and a very gruff older guy. Yeah. Uh, we saw him at Alien Con this past year, where. The most disappointing panel of the entire fucking show, I think. Yeah, it was smart thing. It was supposed to talk about basically what would happen if time travel were real. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. But then literally it was just like, don't try to time travel. Yeah, like warning Stop everyone. At, Stop trying to time travel, you young yeah. fucking morons. Right. Like, like, we're all here like, uh, yeah, we can do that. Sure. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, it's like also no the argument that if time travel is possible, we would already know. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, he's he's very frustrated that he and he's a plasma physicist for a former plasma physicist for NASA. So again, a big, an actual, real fucking dude. What happened? No, Forza's back. Oh, <laughs> hey Forza. Um, might be called Fiveza now. Ooh, crickets for that. Uh, one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no. Right when you said that, Bo Bandy wrote. Uh, Got to ask Steve, did you ever shit your wetsuit? After bailing on a wave, mm. I'd have to say no, nah, brah. Um, because I never fucking bailed on a wave. I shit my <laughs> yeah. pants on every fucking I'm not tube. A, I'm not a barrel dodger. <laughs> I'm going to fucking go in for that full shack and just soak it up in the green room, y'all. Uh, I have had to shit real bad during surfing or post-surfing, yeah, but yeah. never so much I shit my pants. Because yeah. you surfers... Pissed. You surfers pretty much consist your subsist on burritos, and that's pretty much exactly. it. Exactly, right? burritos and pancakes, tasty, tasty waves, <laughs> and tasty so burritos, yeah. salty water, yeah. and salty dudes. <laughs> you suck guys off yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Getting that barrel juice right <laughs> to the exactly. face. Take <laughs> a hot rod up the old canal. Uh, uh, no, there have been times where I've been in board shorts mm-hmm. and having to go number two, make yeah. make the poops. Right. Uh, and I have been tempted to shit in the ocean because right, I'm right. like, there's no one will know. You got a saltwater no bath in there, exactly. You're fine. Full, you know, it's like a, you know, just how like you have water bursts. Yeah, exactly. All. Right. Yeah, it's same thing. I mean, especially if you're out far enough, it's gonna dissipate. No one's gonna fucking know. Exactly. That it's I, I've never done it, out. but I've been tempted. I've yeah. pissed a lot in the ocean. Yeah. Pissed oh, a of course. Lot. Uh, Saltwater, salt never, piss. never cranked off either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dropped in big loads. Yes. No, and then yeah. So no poops. Yeah, and then snowboarding. I've hit my. Ass. Uh, I do. We do oh. have a friend, Cody, who was on beer there. Oh, he landed so yeah, hard on his ass. He, I think he broke something and he shit his pants. Oh, <laughs> he probably broke his coccyx, his tailbone. I can't. I don't know. I I know he broke stuff throughout that or one of those trips. Yeah. But one of his stories, I can't remember if he broke yeah. it while he shit his pants, but he definitely shit his pants because yeah. he landed so hard. Brown noted it. Um, yeah. So we get our first suk alert here. And he's also asking, well, he's trying to answer the question here, and it's, and it's, I love Sooks, but he just constantly, they're not really using him that much in this latest season, which is surprising, or he's not saying anything interesting. He's, you can see him becoming the new Von Daniken, even in, and this is only anecdotal evidence based on one episode from season 15, the newest season. He was in that episode for 10 seconds, the one about the Area 51 raid, and, which, I mean, it's not, I'm not, and not disparaging him, 
because he's the one producing the fucking show too. Yeah. So if he's going, I don't need to be in this one. I guess that's fine. But because uh, it was mostly Nick Pope, the former British Ministry of Defense guy, which is probably the best guy to be doing that episode. But yeah, uh, but I think he's just turning into future Von Daniken or Von Daniken Jr., which is kind of what he is anyway. Right. Which is just okay. As soon as we ever. As soon as we start getting away a little bit from what ancient astronaut theory is, let's bring him back to tie whatever we're talking about back, which mm-hmm. is literally just them saying the basic tenet of ancient, ancient yeah. of Asian astronaut <laughs> theory. Um, Andrew Yang, huh? Next yeah, president, exactly. Next Where astronaut. the uh, glasses fit a little differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we get our super alert. He says, the question of where are they should be answered with, Look at the ancient astronaut theory. I mean, we have evidence that goes back thousands of years of gods, lowercase g, <laughs> he has to make a, make a point to say that, descending from the sky. Uh, and Childress chimes in immediately afterwards. Uh, and he says, you shut up, Giorgio. I'm, I'm going to talk now. Yeah. Uh, and he says, um, I would say that the evidence is there, and it's all around us, whether it's in megalithic science aligned around constellations uh, and, and, or even stories about beings coming down from spaceships and interacting with people. Uh, the evidence is overwhelming that extraterrestrials are all over the universe, and they're coming here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, they go into uh, Zachariah Sitchin, who we can't fucking stand on the show. Uh, he's a big charlatan, but he is he is the source of the, of the average ancient astronaut theorist's understanding of of the Anunnaki and the ancient Sumerian religion and origin story. Uh, he was a sci-fi writer who, quote-unquote, translated the initial cuneiform texts, uh, but he did so in the form of fi- of 12 fiction novels that really explain the Anunnaki theory that now ancient astronaut theorists, theorists think is the most logical fucking choice. Mm-hmm. Actual uh, uh, linguists translated it, and it doesn't say not any of that stuff, but it's not... There are, are critical the changes, yeah, critical yeah. changes that change the origin story of what the Anunnaki are. So, yeah. um, but they talk about him. Another interpretation he did of this Sumerian seal, or or mm, yeah, get that <laughs> uh, uh, mackerel, huh? <laughs> you know, Sumerian Mesopotamian mackerel yes. is uh, the finest Mediterranean the fish, the most salted meat. Yes, <laughs> uh, but uh, it it shows what they think is a heliocentric view of the world. Thousands of years before Copernicus, who this is also this is a very like kind of nationalistic or cultural elitist kind of thing that Graham Hancock talked about, where basically, oh, nobody before basically Europeans or people in the right. old world in the Middle East knew anything because they're the ones that came up with it. And he's like, that's kind of bullshit, especially because right. Graham Hancock's whole thing is previous generations possibly yeah. of human beings that evolved in like fifty thousand years, hundred thousand yeah. years, and then die out and evolve past yeah. way past us, die out again. Mm-hmm. Their societies are underwater or completely turned to dust at this point, so we don't yeah. see them or evidence of them, sorry. Uh, but uh, 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 Zitchin saying that nobody, uh, and then Jason Martell, the slick back kid, follows, itself, follows that up too, saying that nobody before Copernicus knew that the planets revolved around the sun, right. whereas up until Copernicus, the accepted model was that Everything revolved around right. the Earth, which so. is false. Because also, like, 
Christopher Columbus going, the earth is round. It's like, yeah, people already thought the earth was round. Exactly. Like, but there's a whole thing of like, right. everyone thought it was flat before Columbus. And right. he was the only one. It's right. like, no, plenty of people thought Western it was Europe round. Western thought it right. was yeah. flat. <laughs> and even there, people thought right. it was round. It was just a dumb exactly. thing. So. Um, yeah, especially a lot of Native Americans and Africans and stuff. They all talk about the world being like a big egg that's round yeah. and whatever. So. Bobaney says, uh, that man must have been a... Real cunnilingus. Oh, yeah. Cunning linguist. Oh, yeah. Cunning linguist. Yeah. You revealed yeah. the punchline, the yeah, wordplay <laughs> with the punchline. Must have been a real analingus. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been a real pussy eater. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jason Martell, the slick back kid, slicks himself back, supporting Zitchin's statement. He says, uh, he goes, no one knew that we orbited the sun at the time. So the only explanation is someone who had this knowledge, interacted with humanity, and gave them this knowledge. And it's like, no, it's not. Like that's that is the classic linear thinking of whatever culture you happen to be from, right? right. I'm sure other cultures do the same fucking thing against Western European culture, whatever. But uh, if there were, it's like for people that are supposed to be so open minded about things mm-hmm. and thinking, trying to trying to prove this extremely holistic unifying theory that that fucking solves all of these mysteries mm-hmm. of our origins and the universe's origins and all that shit. Yeah. Now you're just saying, well no, it's you're basically saying the equivalent of, oh yeah, only Columbus thought the world was round or something right, too, right, right? right? So, uh very close-minded and really just very small-minded, I think, of yeah. Jason Martell. But as we've seen with Martell, Hashtag not thick. <laughs> yeah. I would say about 78 to 80% of Martell's uh moments. edited moment, yeah, his Martell <laughs> moments. Oh yeah, that's what I forgot to write yeah. down. Of his Martell moments, uh, they're mostly about like race and the limitations of being a primitive human and all these weird things. I'm not saying he's a racist, but that's what he tends to contribute to the show in kind of a weird way. He's right. he's the the primitive dumb people couldn't have known this guy, yeah. you know. So and that leads into a whole again. I don't think he is, but I think he has an Asian wife or something like that. But uh, that leads into a whole line of thinking that could get a little dangerous. But he keeps talking about how docile she is. Exactly. No. Yeah. How <laughs> tiny her feet are too. Yeah. Subservient. Um, yes. Feels like Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they talk about they do it multiple times. They just they just remind you that a lot of Native American tribes uh, and then South American Mesoamerican South American tribes are very specific, like the Egyptians that their gods came from specific stars, usually the Pleiades or, or the Orion yeah. constellation. So Dragon Wolf Owl wants to know, so were we seated here? That's well, a lot where we're going to cover. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to answer. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about seeding the surfaces <laughs> of things. Yes. In just a moment. The but deep interwebs. We get a little uh, Von Daniken, a pointless Von Daniken viewpoint here. Uh, and he says, uh, these extraterrestrials, these ancient gods, they point up to the planet and they say, this is our home. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just explaining again what Clotworthy explained and other ancient astronaut, astronaut theorists explained in completely plain English for everyone to yeah. understand. But they got to just throw throw Eric in there uh, for some FaceTime. So uh, I guess they do have limited FaceTime with him. But yeah. that being said, right. when he had an entire buffet of choices, unhealthy, <laughs> potentially unhealthy choices, he went for the asparagus. All of it was meant to be in a juicer. Yeah. <laughs> but he had yeah. huge giant dildos of, of asparagus on his yeah. plate. And I think like some little bit of like lean meat or cheese or something, something. like that. But and, um, some and a watch. Earl Grey tea. Oh, that's and, right. Yes. And a watch over his lunch. Oh, shirt. that's right. Because there was some arguments almost about yeah. the tea. What the tea was. Just regular like, tea. Just regular tea then. Like, well, I have all these teas. Pick one. I just want the regular one. It's like, well, there's this, 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 and that. Which leads me to believe sometimes. Okay, just. Here, you want this one? Yes, I'll take that. That, and then he got all pissed off. Then he's like, "Oh no, yeah. that's fine. I'll take this." Yes. Like, 
What the fuck? Yeah. Leads me to believe that he either never learned or can't read anymore. Uh, because, and that he didn't really so much as write a book, but dictate a book to someone who was writing or something. Right, but, right, right. Because I was like, even, even with him being from Switzerland, and but still speaking okay English, I'm like, I don't think he can fucking read these tea bags because if he if he could read them, he was being a very crotchety old man to that very yeah, nice yeah, waitress. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, right. which I don't want to believe because I want to believe he's a nice guy and all that stuff. But I think it's just cultural differences. Appropriation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sir Dubbingsley also said, Steve. You can surf the third coast, sweet, sweet laps <laughs> with me. Uh, Sir Dubbingsley, do you work Leyland, for the Tourism Michigan. Administration <laughs> of, of the of Great Lakes of Michigan? Come on. says, then we can grab a Chubby Mary and a beer. Oh. Climb the dunes and fall asleep watching you the sunset oh. in different, different You tents. can't call plus-size yeah. girls in bikinis at the lake plus-size Marys. Well, he says, a Chubby Mary is a Bloody Mary with oh. a smoked... <laughs> chubby I was a, saying it the nice way. Yeah. <laughs> can't call him fat. Yeah. It's going to fuck a few plus-size yeah. Marys exactly. over here. <laughs> uh, and it's a... Bloody Mary with a smoked chub, parentheses, fish head, which sounds oh, disgusting. not a penis head. <laughs> and the usual <laughs> celery pickle garnish. Oh, there we go. But, and then, like, my little tiny butt. Yeah. It's good. Uh, uh, that sounds disgusting. You know what uh, I've never, you know what I've never drank in my life? I think I've sipped one, I but I've, I've never had a Bloody Mary. Really? Yeah. Sad Brad, who will also be here Friday, is, yeah. remember he was obsessed with oh, Bloody yeah, Marys yeah. to wear... Um, Congregation Ale House, which is a beer yes. place. He's like, oh, they got great deals on Bloody Mary pitchers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a beer place. You're obsessed with them. He's obsessed. But yeah. I do love him, too, because I love tomato juice. I love spicy yeah. things. So it's something I wish I could buy at night, but then you're just frowned upon. Mm, so That's true, yeah. It's classically a breakfast which or is brunch very weird. drink. I don't yeah. know. It's just all the vegetables and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Joey was just out in Wisconsin. and mm-hmm. uh, Oh, that's I right. feel like there's a lot of pickled food in the Midwest in general. Yeah, yeah. Which like, like in and most weird fish. Yeah, like in most cold weather areas where you have to st- save and store your food because you can't yeah. get them anymore for half the year. Right, salt Because the water, it. yeah, you salt it, brine it, pickle it, whatever. So, yeah, lots of pickled herring, creamed herring. Yeah, that's disgusting. Which All I would, I might, I might try a little bite of that pickled fish. I didn't do it while I was there. It was also never offered to me, but... But the um, Supper Club has all that shit, right? It does, like a big yes. buffet of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Old World, right over here, no. um, has the pickled herring and the creamed herring as well. Uh, and they say it's like, oh, it's straight from Norway or whatever, too. Yeah. So, but it gets, so it's also, it's the cold weather mixed with the, the people Euro. from there. Yeah, the yeah. Germanic influence uh, yeah. of there, too. So, um, you take the fish and, and you put it in <laughs> the Clausen pickle jar. Yes. And then <laughs> you have easy peasy pickled herring. Exactly. <laughs> this has been. The Austrian tour guide at the church that Joe and Steve met. <laughs> also on Beer, They're Drunk That. We keep plugging that podcast for some reason. Uh, uh, yeah. And I'd like to call this segment, Are You Herring Me? <laughs> <laughs> Turn up the volume, if not. <laughs> Steve wasn't herring him right because yeah, he I, turned I, to I, a big group and said, hey, who speaks Deutsch here? And Steve in, went, In a foreign yes, language. Yes. I speak German. Yes, that's me. <laughs> yeah. And then he stared at me when I walked out. Yeah. Because I didn't respond to anything right. he was saying because he literally did half the thing in Deutsch, half it not. Yes. But anyways, moving on. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the next segment, they talk about all the applicants to for the one-way trip to Mars that started going on in like 2014, 2015. Yeah. That was a mix of, I think that was NASA's official thing, but then t- uh, Tesla has their own thing or they're contributing to Maybe the journey to Mars or something yeah. too, the SpaceX. But um, 
But uh, yeah, only 24 will be chosen. Hundreds or thousands, they say on the show. I think they just say hundreds on the show uh, mm-hmm. applied. But they also only reach out to people that were already like in, they were already contractors in the space community <laughs> or something. So, yeah. um, you know, they're remodeling kitchens and space mm-hmm. and fixing toilets and stuff like yeah. that. Plumbing, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Hitting people with the old pipe wrench. <laughs> That's why he chose that profession. Huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, it's good, Joe. Remi- yeah. Reminds me of raping my yeah, son. You know, <laughs> looking at Marge, you know, if I was single, I could live there. Yeah. <laughs> I said Marge for a second, oh, like Marge yeah. Simpson. Um, but uh, the, 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 Michael Denon and some of the physicists are like, no, I wouldn't want to, you know, put like little habitats on Mars. I'd want to terraform it. So, and that is an interesting. Uh, subject is how do we terraform things, right? So terraforming literally means forming the Earth yeah, uh, to make it habitable for us or right. us-like species, right? Um, and there's multiple ways to theoretically do that. It's like, it's weird. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem that difficult at the same time, but also to wait for as long as it would need to take. Mm-hmm. We would kind of need to be like time travelers and skip over about 180,000 exactly. years or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Basically, like the most the most scientifically, I don't know, theoretically scientifically accepted way is you to jumpstart the ecosystem to have like liquid water and an atmosphere. Yeah, is uh, you create a fake atmosphere like by dropping a bunch of nukes onto yeah, Mars, either nuclear, nuclear bombs, or setting up basically what we're doing here on Earth: set up coal plants, and exactly, just create a bunch of just fucking pump out CO two like CO2. crazy, yeah. and that would trap the sun's heat. Yeah, and then melt whatever water water material was left. Yeah. In this case, on Mars, the ice caps, because there are ice caps on Mars yeah. with huge amounts of water. Yeah, um, and that would melt the water, make it a big steamy mess, mm-hmm. just like uh, Steve's post surfing board shorts. Exactly. Um, Get that yeast, bro. Exactly. Yeah, brewing some beer down there, but yeah. <laughs> uh, some ball beer. Yeah. Um, but uh, all natural. That sounds like a dwarf from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Ball beer, the great <laughs> son of beer ball. <laughs> Son of yeast nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, <laughs> of from under cheese. <laughs> the king from under the mountain. <laughs> the king from from under mountain. Yes. Dear uh, Taint Ridge. <laughs> That's good yeah. western. Yeah. He's yeah. over there to your Taint Ridge, Gandalf. <laughs> he never going to see. He's making another barrel in his pants again. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Wolfell says maybe we should just contact these inner people and figure it all out. Hey, we're gonna get there should too. We keep she's, getting there. He or she's on top of this. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> um, but uh, Are you watching this. With yeah. This? <laughs> um, but yeah. So if the ice caps melt, you're getting lots of water and steam, liquid water, and then that's releasing oxygen and things and all that stuff. So yep. creating a potentially, and then that's what also lets bacterial life and then turns into hopefully plants grow to yeah. create more oxygen and nitrogen mix and all that yeah. fun stuff. And then we so. can sit there and eat all the fucking lettuce right. and, and get all the edamame beans we want <laughs> and soy and have hamburgers for days. It's interesting too to think about what if it was like you didn't have to wait for it to fully be perfectly terraformed yeah. but at least all the machines and filtration and protection was like you know 70% right. less and than you needed to. Dome, a dome. Yes. Like, you could walk outside and not immediately die, at least. You might, like, start to hyperventilate, but you could, like, survive a few minutes yeah. without just having the vacuum of space sucking yeah. your eyeballs out Total Recall style. So, yeah. But Dragon Wolf says they're pumped on this episode. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. this was – what I liked about – especially what's coming up, um, because it was the first time I'd, I'd – I've probably watched this episode in the past, but when they start talking about those oh, those Clerkstorp Clerk Spears – Yeah. 
uh, that's when things got interesting. Yeah, and Bo Bandy says, just like a girl's bikini bottom after sitting in it all day wet. Oh, yes. Ooh. What is that, a steamy mess? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Because we were talking about point. the steam coming yeah, up and making yeah, steam. It's like your board yeah. shorts exactly. after a day of surfing. Reminds me of uh, Wild Rivers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the ancient astronaut theorists, of course, think that and say that there's evidence for the Earth being artificially terraformed by what would have to be other advanced alien species who had a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. Um, maybe, as the band Stick says, too much time on their hands. Yes. Yeah. And it's taken away with Bobandy. each other. Yeah. Well, and then Dragon Ball says, do you often wear those? <laughs> I don't know if they're talking to Bobandy or myself. Yeah. Myself, yes. Yes. <laughs> My beer ball board shorts. Yes. <laughs> I've never washed them. Nope. My bikini <laughs> I go to the saltiest beaches in Southern yeah. California. Uh-huh. Maybe even to uh, where they have those chubby Marys. <laughs> <laughs> and then some people pay to wear them on their head. Yes. <laughs> uh, we get our first Barra barrage from old, the old mullet monger himself, uh-huh. Mike Barra. Excuse me. And uh, he expounds on this idea that the Earth might have been terraformed by advanced ancient aliens. Yes. Uh, there's a distinct possibility that Earth was terraformed, like Joey just said. Uh, at every development of Earth, the planet seemed to get exactly what it needed to develop into this beautiful blue world that we live on. Kind of weird to see Barrow being like positive and like whatever because yeah, he's always so fucking disgusting. S- mullet. <laughs> he's all yeah for him to say oh, beautiful blue yeah. world. <laughs> like you know, we are these children who are just lovely and luscious looking. You know, <laughs> our bodies are perfect. Alien, just the, these vessels are perfect. Just the way they are. The rounded head Especially. just really lets you caress and have any sort of you know three fingered being just really go at you. Yeah. He has he has a face and jaw unlike george lucas who famously has like the huge jowl jowl under the the pencil you know barrier barra seems to have a beard that's like vertically on the sides here and his face expands his skull expands beyond that sooks is getting a little yes you're right but yeah Um, and then (laughs) the sooks sooks yeah not to be insulting, but like the way he used to have very big fitting yeah, suits, he, he looked like he could have yeah. been a pinhead if you shaved his head. Right, right. I right. know it was the illusion of that elongated hair skull and his hair, yeah. but but yeah, he uh, he's a change man. Yeah. But Sir Dominique says, "Does Gale often say that's how you do it?" Oh yes, that's how I do it. Uh, now she's gonna be. Oh yeah, we have. Bar a- looks like a kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like Swap that too. Opinions. It's almost more innocent than a child molester. It's like, oh, he's yeah. a kidnapper, yeah, he's, but it's the same France, thing. Well, you know, it depends what you do with the kid uh, right. once you've napped them. It is funny, <laughs> though. I, fig- I I feel like that was more of that what everyone, adults knew that that's why kids were kidnapped was to probably go rape and kill them. Right. But they didn't say pedophiles and child molesters when we were kids. Right. Until we started I always being thought a kidnapping was about like our fantasies. Base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, Joe. Tell me what you need. Yeah. Is this what you want? Oh, give me the pipe wrench yeah. again, Dad. <laughs> well, you're starting to sound yeah. like me now, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm play- I mirror. It's called mirroring, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I keep drooling on my fucking ooh, mouth there. Getting so wet, Joe. Uh, all the spilled mm. beer and broken glass. Beer balls environment in my mouth yes. right now. Uh, <laughs> no, I always thought kidnappers were doing it for ransom for money. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. That's what yeah, I yeah. as a child. Yes. As a child. They were raping the kids for yeah. money. <laughs> Sounds God. like a great gig. They got paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so sorry. Barra was barraging here when I interrupted him. And he said, uh, the planet got exactly what it seemed to need to develop into this beautiful blue world that we live on. And, and w- when we needed oxygen, bacteria was introduced that sucked up methane gas and puffed down oxygen. And they cut him off. It sounds like he's going to list yeah. all these other things and they just go to the next thing. But uh, Nori comes on to say pointlessly the exact same thing. 
where he's like, I mean, I think if we're already thinking of doing it this way, I think those ancient aliens were doing it and they did it to us. And it's like, yeah. okay, they just fucking said right. that. How many times, how many shitty hairstyles do you have to have yeah. to drill it into Pumped the up comb forward, dark hair, just for men, not just a touch of gray either. Right. And, and disturbing facial hair of yeah. some kind. Yeah. Uh, then we're talking about the most interesting thing to me because it like, if it were true, it's a very functional uh, piece of equipment that was like, oh, here's the way, even theoretically, here's a way that aliens could have seeded a planet. Right. A very impersonal, potentially impersonal way, too. They could have shot a billion of these Clerkstorp spheres out to uh, the general direction of, of exoplanets or whatever right, and said, right. hey, maybe, like, you have to think about then, so, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. The Clerkstorp, so the clerk, <laughs> the Clerkstorp spheres were these car, what look like human or intelligent life carved metallic balls that have been dated to be 3 billion years old. They're hollowed out inside. They look like they were carved in some way, like they even have like little striations and things on the outside. Now, we've seen when we talked about the Nazca lines and and the, you know, the wagon track and all these like square perpendicular things. Even geology Jesus Robert Schock says that he's like now sometimes these regular patterns can occur in nature. So, because uh, when you look at like it's not that hard to believe when you look at crystalline formations in minerals, yeah. When you get very small, those fucking things are like they well, look like cartoon ice flakes. Like well, yeah, they're the atoms are you know, they're they're literally these lines, and they're structured in such a way to right. form and then spin off of that. And then exactly. you do it enough times, it creates a weird cornered shape right. or whatever. But it's these hard lines and right. just like kind of shaving off. And again, he's saying it's rare, but it does happen. But and when there's three trillion examples that you could find across the entire fucking Earth to find yeah. some perfect ninety Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> to find some perfect 90 degree angles or some yeah. perfect squares or perfect right. spheres, it's just the law. I mean, it's like law of average. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, or, or Mathematically, like, it's not impossible. Oh, right. yes. Mathematically, it's not impossible. <laughs> Purr for me, Steve. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Do the thing where I talk through the fucking. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Ned from South Park. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Bye, branch. Um, but yeah, so theoretically, these. Clerkstorp spheres are like cannonballs that were full of different types of bacteria, uh, which would have jump-started any of these processes, like, again, sucking up any dangerous methane or other gases and spitting out oxygen. And to the point, because we are currently genetically modifying bacteria to do specific things, too. Yeah. Because they're such simple biological machines, it's not as difficult as one might think to, like, just change their function a little bit, yeah. right? So. Well, and that, that brings up Sir Dubbingsley point here yeah. of why bigger question here uh why can't doctors come to agree that squirting is a real thing right exactly <laughs> you no know, it just takes a little genetic modification the, well the, and women and, have the muscles for ejaculation in their vaginal canal yeah and it sometimes it's pissed sometimes it's not yeah and he says who cares where it came from i have a super soaker from the 90s that still works <laughs> is that what yeah. he calls his long-term I, wife or I, girlfriend i, or I guess i don't know i bought a super soaker at the swap meet in the box for 20 hey, bucks chubby okay? mary okay yeah okay <laughs> get that head separate tents sunrise <laughs> Uh, no, but it is cool. Well, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, Bo Manny says he loves the way Childress says panspermia. He doesn't say in this episode, but yeah. yes. Because okay. uh, the think of pants <laughs> spermia. Exactly. Um, Childress does chime in here about 
the Clerkstorp spheres, which sounds like a Tim and Eric style word. Right. Uh, and he says, um, you know, some people think this is a naturally occurring thing on Earth in regards to these spheres. Yeah. He goes, but maybe it's evidence that Earth was seeded by some kind of bacteria or microbes brought here. And what we have today is was purposely created by beings with tremendous powers and knowledge. So, um, But again, these are like from billions of years ago. Right. That had, to me, that would have to be a species that was, A, very much so advanced that there was, like, being, there was, they didn't want for anything, right? They probably, they, so all that, that, that their purpose becomes, oh, well, let's spread life in the yeah. cosmos. It was or, beyond you know, plan B of uh, inception. Inception. <laughs> Interstellar. Intergalactic. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, where it was just like dropping these loads on different planets right. and growing babies. An this is like thing, yeah. this is more um what's it called? From alien Xenomorph uh, style thing. Right. Well, because what what's the thing where the guy like they drop the seed and it just mixes with the Oh, that's the, in from the beginning of Prometheus. In Prometheus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's yes, literally just exactly. dropping DNA yes. into a river. Right. And then it evolves over time into right. creates humanity. the basis of life on earth and yeah. blah 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 that's why we look similar to them and all that fun stuff um but yeah so so yeah same kind of thing here and then they yeah. just kind of fuck off you know right uh but then of course they find him in hypersleep and he's an asshole and whatever right, right, right. which then it opens this whole thing like oh is god actually an asshole and we think right, he's right, right. and blah blah uh but anyway uh so they're this there they could be a race or many races that that have evolved to the point where it's like oh well maybe maybe life the meaning of life is to create more life. Like we are right, life. Right, what right. else are we here to do? You know, kind of thing. Or they're they have mastery over if they can do this kind of shit, they might have mastery over time and space. So maybe they can they went back in time to seed things. Maybe it's like Interstellar, where right. maybe it's us from the future, many years in the future, seeding our planet in the past because we confirmed that's what had to happen for us to be here. Right. Closing the loop, even though we might see things as hyper-advanced beings, we might see time like a sphere instead of a line as, yeah. you know, you're my ghost Murph, so, Correct. and, you know, found yeah. himself in the Tesseract or Murph. whatever. Yeah. Murph. <laughs> no, it's not a ghost. I think Loki's looking for me, Murph. I'm in the Tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for that Red Skull guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a Stellan Skarsgård guy? He's not that great an actor, but he's in everything oh, now. I see but his sons are so hot and attractive. <laughs> I see this Thanos running around. Thanos got a Thanos in his board shorts. Oh, God. And they he said, ate a burrito before he squirted one real. Yeah. Murph. It's gravity. Squirt one real, Murph? No, and they said squirting wasn't real. Oh. <laughs> Come on, squirt uh, one uh, real, Murph. Yeah. Um, Bo Bandy's out. Oh. He's got an early day tomorrow. Oh, it that's happens. Right. It is. Uh, 12 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> where he is right now yeah. in Florida. Uh, we get to the next segment. We start off in Kish, Iraq. And I said, Kish me, you fool. Yes. Uh, and then Steve did. <laughs> um, Big lit. And they, they show this, they very quickly show this tiny little, um, these two little, like, looks like graph paper things with these uh, slightly earlier than cuneiform script pieces of text where mm-hmm. there's little symbols and things on there. And there's a, they're on a little grid. And they're they're dated to being only to being a hundred years before cuneiform script. Where I'm like, when you're getting to the thousandth, isn't there kind of a margin of error where, where uh, uh, I just shock it out? But like, isn't that? Kind of, I mean, it's not that that's not cool, but it's like a hundred years before isn't that impressive of a number? Because to me, that's like, all right, well, not it's in the thing. same kind of area. They just found this one a little right, bit right, earlier, right. but they were all all the people in that area were doing the same kind of writing and right, stuff. Right, but right. anyway, 
um, Clotworthy, the narrator, and the gang then brag about how much we've evolved as humans in only a few million years. So they have a lot of the physicists and scientists on again, mm-hmm. talking about how we're just so unique that we've evolved. Von Dienig yeah. was like, you must stay humble and... I will bend you over and fuck your ass like a hungry, like the Iron Cheek. You say like the Iron Giant. I'm gonna eat your Iron Cheek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so and, and scientists, just like ancient astronaut theorists, just like hyper religious people, all wonder why are we so special? How did we right, right. get to this point to, of dominating the planet? So because we're not that physically adaptable to most environments on the planet. Right. We can only live in very specific climates, temperatures, and whatever without a lot of help from tools. Right. So clothing. And weapons and farming implements yeah. and things that make our very Shelter. soft, squishy bodies uh, harder and sturdier exactly. for specific purposes. Yes. Um, but harder uh, and squirtier. Yes, like the like those pills I take that let me fuck those porpoises. Yes, uh, very specific porpoises where you can <laughs> breathe underwater for two minutes. Exactly, and I can really brine up that <laughs> pool <laughs> at SeaWorld with they the kids. don't have with a the problem watching herring you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, and also our infancy is way longer than most animals. And they give the example of this baby horse, slop him out of its mom's right. puss and walking within five minutes of being right. alive. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, they talk about the ecologist Ellis, Dr. Ellis Silver. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wrote a book called humans are not from earth. Very right. direct title. Uh, and he has a PhD. Exactly. Um, he's a doctor of humans not being from Earthology. Yes. <laughs> and he was accredited by uh, Humans Not From Earth University yeah. in Humans Not Of Earth Canada. Yes, at the <laughs> uh, herring department. <laughs> for the herring impaired. Yes. <laughs> They're very hung- very hungry for cold weather fish there. Yes, they just want they it pickled and, and creamed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> um, now, there's going to be a string... Of impersonations here, so bear with me. So yeah. the first one is a long drip from old Wilcock, a Wilcock drip here, five heads at Freddy's. And dripping out of his mouth is thus. Yum lunch. Dr. Silver's book raises a lot of very provocative and intriguing questions. Why is it that we get cataracts from the sun? Why not dogaracts? No, he didn't say that. Why does the sun hurt us? <laughs> no, if- I drive Lincoln. <laughs> Why does the sun hurt us if we're outside for too long? Dr. Silver suggests that we came from a planet with different solar energy. We also have 223 genes that do not appear in any other species on Earth, suggesting again that there's something unusual about us. So those are fair questions, where, but, yeah. like, but also the animals that are proven to come from Earth also can't stay in the fucking sun all day. And the, the fuck, I mean... Lizards yeah. even can bask Hair. in very hot sun, but then yeah. have to go cool off, right? right. Like everything but they will... don't get cancer, right? Well, like, you can are you a, are you an other animal than humans, doctor? Yes. Did you go to <laughs> humans are not from Earth University? I went to <laughs> Herring, Herring Indiana, <laughs> <laughs> Canada, whatever. Yes, <laughs> whatever fucking place yeah. it is. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, well, whales, right? Yeah. If they're exposed to the sun, they'll get cancer and sunburn. Yeah. But they just live underwater. Right. And we've just developed shelters and then lost hair and did right. all that stuff. So right. Lost herring. It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my herring aid. But still, it's like it's it's he it's almost like he's making the point that oh well uh, animals are all perfectly Fine. adapted and yeah. never have any sort of environmental pressures or dangers yeah. Yeah, on yeah, them or whatever too right so uh, again totally valid points it's just like. Keep in mind that the animals are not invincible to the environment, exactly. right? 
Uh, we get a bar barrage immediately following that up, and he says, and we hear, we actually talked about this from our Alien Con review from his panel. He's like, you know, astronauts, when they're up in space, actually have their circadian rhythms change from 24 hours to 24.9 hours, which is the exact length of a Martian day, right. not an Earth day. Wink, and wink. that was a fascinating point. I was like, oh, shit, that is super interesting. Yeah. Because he says it happens within, like, hours or something. And then like he was one talking about, like, longitude. There's some other numbers oh, of yeah, yeah. Mars that also align to other weird shit here or yes. with us, too, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But yeah. there's, like, a bunch of, yeah. That yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, you freaks, go back and listen and remind us to exactly. the AliенCon 2019 extravaganza. Uh, Nori, Nor, George Nori comes on and repeats the exact same sheen, uh, sh- <laughs> the exact same sheen, uh, exact same shit again uh, for all the dumb shits out there. And then uh, Childress chimes in here and says, uh, "We are in a sense uh, transplanted here, just like the begonias and the chrysanthemums that my wife, uh, who's going to be appearing with me at uh, HistoryCon 2019 yep. in Pasadena, California." Uh, we're going to have a kissing booth, but it's just to watch us kiss, <laughs> uh, show the young'uns how it's done, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, fuck Santa and that other guy. Yeah. There will be a, uh, a sign linguist for the herring impaired there. <laughs> Pickling whatever you want. <laughs> He's signing while they're just kissing and like yeah, just yeah. saying like smack sounds, slorch sounds, <laughs> wet <laughs> smacking sounds over and over. Making noises, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, we still can't hear Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very well-spoken deaf person too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we still can't hear. Thank okay. you. Thank you. This is all I know how to say properly. Now leave me alone. I'm trying to buy concert tickets for tonight. Okay? Dang, dang. <laughs> no, I'm, joking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trent. Date thou, Dandy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you were doing. It yeah, exactly. Ding a dong, dong, dong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> uh, Childress chimes in and says, uh, uh, we are in a sense transplanted here, and uh, Neanderthals were already here, and we're a crossbreed, a, a part alien race, so that's part Neanderthal and part extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial, <laughs> extraterrestrial. <laughs> so uh, there's been a lot of talk about Neanderthals lately, too. I think Graham Hancock also posted yeah. um, the story about, well, the story about how we're finding, again, earlier and earlier evidence of warfare like the natural is is the natural state of humans of homo sapiens specifically that we can make the tools and we're warlike so we're the ones that are like hey the best thing to do is guerrilla warfare like that there's all these this evidence from older than we thought um but of course there's evidence that when we met neanderthals we also bred with them too because we all Mm -hmm. have a little neanderthal dna in us so um had some of them last night. <laughs> uh, ancient astronaut theorists, of course, think that old religious texts support this theory as well. Uh, you talk about Brigham Young, founder of the Mormon religion, the Church of the Jesus, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, mm-hmm. um, and he focuses on the part about Adam and Eve that Adam was created in another world, right? right. And then they go, then they really go into uh, the the Garden of Eden being somewhere else than Earth, because it also states that. It's outside of Earth. Whether that's literal or figurative, we don't know. Sir Dublinsley yep. out? Sir Dublinsley out says, Joey, keep the beard going. Steve, stay gold. Northern Michigan is cold. Keep at me warm. I just ding to my beard on there you Twitch, go. so you got to watch twitch.tv slash probingagedance for that kind of gem. Yes, and um, Dragon Wolf says, this all makes sense now. Yes. Um, what, with my beard dangling? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wing a wong dong wing a But, uh, yeah, so uh, 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 anyway, so that's in the Mormon Bible. 
the Zohar, which is the kind of mystical uh, source of like uh, of I think it's of is it Kabbalah? That's the Jewish mystical. I think it's faith? of hairdressing. Yeah, yeah, herring dressing. Yeah, and wearing short, the ancient jean art of, shorts. The ancient art of sewing uh, little fish clothes. Exactly. Because um, you uh, don't mess. With the Zohar, yes, exactly. uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we get Rabbi Zadok. Thankfully, finally, this episode does a decent amount of of one to one like expert kind of ratio things. A lot of times they'll put these fucking people on. Like last episode, I think was full of it. Of like, why is this asshole on to talk about what they talked mm-hmm, about for mm-hmm. when they have like four other go to people yeah. that literally study that and they don't put them on? Yeah, you know? and they um, say uh, we are the alien spawn of the green children. Yes, um, Zadok ponders he goes about adam he's like was he from another dimension another world we don't know are we celestial extraterrestrial divine very dramatic i I like rabbi zadok (laughs) because he always is doing like a soliloquy on the show it's like a very performative emote so it makes me actually like want to like be like if he like has you know Jewish sermons or something right. else. It's like, I kind of want to go talk to that guy yeah. or see one of his things. Uh, and his, his things, poor but... name's Ra- Rabbi the Cock. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's at all the alien conventions, too. We've never gone up and gotten any autographs or anything, but... Because um, yeah. we're there for the sweetest yeah. meat. I had to hold you back from... Rip- you're like, I want to rip off that little hat. I want to see what's underneath. And I said, yes. you can't do that, Joe. Can't do that. But you said it in your deaf voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right. They get it. Yeah. Um... So and then uh, Sukalos and I finally wrote this guy's name down, but he's he looks like the the poor unfortunate souls from the Little Mermaid cartoon, mm. and he's the guy that's like the the you Mesoamerican, and he only comes souls. on to, to talk about Native American stuff all the time. It is been and had it in. Oh my god! <laughs> you poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> Uh, I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, I haven't watched Little Mermaid. <laughs> Little Mermaid. No more. L-I-L apostrophe mermaid. I'm um, on that Mandalorian, y'all, and maybe some <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Actually, I watched the Robin Hood cartoon. Mm-hmm. The original one with the foxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, made me going to sweet oats. The little bunny baby. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I was uh, at DesignerCon this week. No, mm-hmm. was it DesignerCon or somewhere else? Where the fuck? You were at DesignerCon this weekend. but No, I was. No, it was at the SC game where some mm-hmm. girl was talking like this. And I was like, people fucking talk like that? Are you kidding me? Like, like the oh, little bunny kid? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And she was like I'm a college sorry. student. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck no, some, Yeah, problem? some people, like a lot of kids have speech impediments still, but usually they go to speech therapy very early on. It's pretty it quick like to rectify, but of, some people yeah. just never do it. And I literally thought, I'm like, Joey would be losing his mind right now. Because, <laughs> like, anytime you hear you people talk like this, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like, how are you alive? You almost, like, you almost sound like Cassandra from Wayne's World. Like, Why yeah. don't you just go talk to her? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, how do people sound and talk like I that? I know. Like, and you, it's and, I mean, it's I mean, not being shallow or anything, but it's like you would think that, because it's like p- kids are so fucking mean. Yeah. To other kids with that kind of voice, like you think they, as young adults or adults, would have chosen to work on that. But I guess they maybe they want maybe she wants to own it or I don't know. But yeah. you don't you you very you really don't hear those kind of speech impediments or stutters very much anymore because there's so many effective ways to reduce right, them. Right. You know, but as we saw in the documentary, it chapter one and chapter Correct two. Correct, Amundo. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sooks and Logan Hawks. and Logan Hawks come on to talk about. Again, just mentioning how, uh, yeah, Native Americans believe that people came from the stars. Like they've said it. Like, well, 
Sukes has said it, I think, the third time now this episode. Mm-hmm. And Logan Hawks just comes on, and he's always like, well, yes, the Hopi thought this. And, uh, I sure and do so hope he. He's, he's not a very interesting expert because he always ends up saying less about the Native American subjects than the, the core ancient astronaut theorists do. You know? mm-hmm. So um, we jump forward. Well, for them, they were jumping forward in 2015 when this episode was filmed. But we're jumping back in time to that was my f- sticky okay. foot on yeah. your uh, beer oh, spills. It's, it's all drying out. Oh, it yeah. feels like I've got load running down my legs because oh, yeah. <laughs> it is sticky. Um, but yeah, so October 2018 is when that actually I should check if it actually was I think it was as we have stories from, but I just don't know if it was early or late from that date but mm-hmm. they were saying it was on schedule for October 2018 the James Webb Space Telescope right. was set to be launched this is now November 2019 so over a year ago um, but uh, I would assume there's no way I can ever check uh, but yeah they're, they're putting it out a <laughs> million God. yeah putting it out a million miles from Earth specific specifically built to find exoplanets that are habitable so Jonathan Young from the Joseph Campbell archives uh, who had one of the most pleasantly surprising panels at AlienCon 2019, uh, uh, talks about why we're looking for exoplanets, right? And, and he's he is a psychologist first, a writer second, and ancient astronaut theorist, like a very, very distant third, to the point of not really being an ancient astronaut theorist. He's just a very open-minded Jungian expert. So he's a right. very he's a big expert on Carl Jung, um, the old... Uh, you know, psycho psychiatrist, yeah, yeah. psychotherapist, uh, where which is where all Jungian archetypes. If you, if anyone was any sort of uh, writing or or reading or arithmetic major, no, any sort of liberal arts like creative writing or literature major, you're going to hear about Jungian archetypes a lot, mm-hmm. which is culling down the human, the way, yeah. the different types of humans that humans can be are separated into these very simple. You know, everything else spawns off these. I think it's like what is it, six or twelve something. or something. I like mean, that. it's like just think of Star Wars. Like yeah. that's a classic story it's of the hero and yeah. the one that does this, the elderly one the who deaf knows kid. this. Yes. Yeah, hello, yes. and the herring impaired, the herring pickler. Yeah, yeah. the classic archetype, the creamer, <laughs> yes. the squirter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the squirter denier. Exactly. Right? Um, which you can every misogynist character in in the history of literature can be. Born out of the squirter denier. Yeah. Because they don't want to give the woman the power to ejaculate her her yeah. sexual fluids like a man. Right. Can. And it's the massager. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who? They, the, the squirter the, denier? The, yeah. Well, they're the misogynist. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, Jonathan Young says, uh, the quest to explore the universe is... Nothing less than our longing for transcendence. It is a search for meaning. Uh, and so, I mean, it's a simple thing, but I, he hasn't yeah. been in for a long time, so I wanted yeah, to that's put what him she in said. here. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I'm sure me and my wife up in Santa Barbara, <laughs> yeah. at Santa Barbara State or wherever the fuck he said a thousand yeah. times he taught. <laughs> or fucking you see Santa Barbara probably, yes. Uh, my journey will take me into your clitoris. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, I always write, there's not a hot chick on the, on, in, in the, uh, you know, the script here. Where's the babe? Where's oh, the that's girl? right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no feminine energy here. Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah, he also... Sanity checks a lot of Hollywood scripts for these types of archetypes yes. to make sure the story makes sense. Because if you right. forget them, then people go, I don't get it. Yes. Or it doesn't just have that subliminal kind of clickiness. Yeah, he's kind of like, it's almost like, I mean, anyone that's big into the workings of the mind, let, let alone psychology, the study of that. It's like, he's like the aesthetics guy for how we think at our most primal okay. level. Right? For a like, story, for like yes. how a story is structured. If something's missing, yeah. 
that's when critics go in and go, oh, I was missing this big thing yeah. like, or, or whatever. Or so. people don't get it because they're like, well, why is he even on this mission? Exactly. Or why are they doing it? How yeah. does he know What's this? What's the like, impetus yeah. for that? We can only we can only understand because life only throws so many different types of stimuli yeah. at us at any time. I mean, I think so. for like TV, they said there's like 147 types of show like right within a sitcom yeah like plots and oh that's yeah it. yeah and yeah, like exactly. once you've done those like there's yeah. there's literally that's and, and spielberg did the same thing he's like there's 12 types of movies and that's yeah. all you'll ever tell yeah. kind of shit so um but uh anyway wilcock david wilcock here five has at freddy's drips and he says could there also be a yearning could there also be a yarning by a young cat playing with some soft string they found no could there also be a yearning or a longing for some other planet that we came from when we look up at the stars i got very bucky i knew i was going to get bucky larson on that <laughs> and i stopped myself but then i said stars, stars. <laughs> uh, when we look up at the stars there's this genetic beckoning to explore to find out how we ended up here so he's kind of saying like i mean it's interesting where yes when you i mean we live in Southern California. There's tons of light pollution. Yeah. As Graham Hancock says, one of the worst things to happen to humanity because right. we can't see the stars, losing our connection yeah. with the stars. And I remember, like, the first time I was old enough to appreciate it, I went to sixth grade science camp. Mm-hmm. And we and I think everyone goes on, like, a night hike, you know? Mm-hmm. And the ultimately, you're, you go to the – you find this little shed in the dark, in the, in the dark woods, and your counselor – asks you to find the pickled herring jar. Yeah. And you have to kind of fu- you have to feel around. I mean, this is darker than outside cuz now there's no moonlight anymore. Yeah. And it was surprising because <laughs> but, it was But sometimes there's moonlight cuz it just shines a flashlight on his ass <laughs> and reflects out. It's trying to sl- <laughs> trying to stretch it out a little bit, but not as asshole. <laughs> the story. Uh, no, I was going to say that, oh, the pickle herring starts off dry and you have to to move it and you then the cream. You can keep going. You can keep going. It's I'm fine. Just then the cream comes out of the pickle herring and it's another. <laughs> I'm saying if you see the moonlight, then it, it just makes it easier. <laughs> um, and that's when you learned. You said the night you learned, yes. girls don't want dick pics; they want cum explosion vids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no. So when we were at sixth grade science camp, one of the things we did was go out to like a clearing and all laid on our backs. <laughs> this still sounds like a gay <laughs> story I'm making up, but it's not. On our stomachs. Your back. Yeah. And then we had little charts and flashlights with the constellations and we were ch- and like, I think we like poked holes in them so we can match them and all that stuff. And yeah. so, but it was like, that was. they're poking holes in diaphragms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you find out that his condoms and diaphragms because <laughs> yeah. uh, he just gets off on right. sabotaging people's <laughs> lives. But, uh, uh, but anyway, that was when I was like, holy shit, like I'd never seen that many stars yeah. in my life. And it was, that was, it really did open up this like, I don't know if that's a genetic beckoning as dramatically as, uh, Wilcox says, it, like beckoning, but uh, yes, but I also can't say it wasn't because it really is. There's some, there's a huge sense of wonder that just, you can't help but feel when yeah. you're looking up at the sky like that. And to this day, even on a slightly clear night in Southern California, in Orange or Lake County, if I can see like fifteen more stars, it's like it seems so much denser than it usually yeah. is, you know. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna keep going. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, I was yeah. just saying, Catalina. They make a joke <laughs> yeah. like on one of the boats, like, and everyone from L.A. look up, you're gonna right. see something you never knew. Stars. Yeah. <laughs> That's their Jungle Cruise at Disneyland exactly. moment. There's yeah. the backside yeah. of a waterfall, which I think I've told this, but uh, on that boat, it's a flying fish boat, and you go in the middle yeah. of the night, and like they have these big bright lights, and there's yeah. the fish. They're literally called flying fish because yeah, they, they propel the themselves and kind of glide. Yeah, but they'll come on the boat. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but they'll land on the, the boat. Pickle Harry so Express. Exactly. <laughs> they will express themselves. Uh, but my our one buddy, 
not Gorsh, but another Josh uh, would go with me on this trip mm. sometimes. And we thought it would be funny. We haven't done it. Because at one point, they kill all the lights and you turn around. <laughs> they kill all the flying fish. Exactly. Well, we were going to bring <laughs> frozen herring or like sardines and just chuck them at people. <laughs> so you're like, hey, the fish are flying, yeah. floating, but, but they're frozen. So they're like clearly not from the ocean. Which would hurt, too. Exactly. <laughs> like, just totally not. Yeah, oh, they're, they're jumping eye. on the boat. Yes, he has fish. It's like, no. Oh, he hit the deck. And they pick it up there. and it's like frozen. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, that would be funny. Yeah, um, you'd probably get arrested for that. I would guess. Though, I don't really if they could prove somebody, it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the guys who <laughs> smell like shit and fish, <laughs> like creamed pickled fish and sardines yeah. and stuff. Welcome to my everyday. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Catalina. Well, yeah, you'd have to make yourself smell like that beforehand. Exactly. So you'd wear your yeasty board shorts or whatever we call Correct them, the yeasty boys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> anyway. I'm not saying it is genetic memory, but I'm not or, or, or genetic beckoning, but I'm not saying it's not uh, because there's lots of people that look up at the stars and are like ah, whatever, I don't care. But you know, I mean, are those the people that are ever going to be creative thinkers or or innovators or I don't know, whatever? Know. Yeah. Um, so Childress wonders. Wonder. <laughs> no, Childress oh, wonders well, if well. If, uh, um, if our genetic memory beckons to the stars or other places uh, because where we all came from, the quote-unquote Garden of Eden, was actually on another planet mm-hmm. or another dimension or something right. like that, right? Somewhere outside And have of we then Earth. just been forgotten about or are they, again, it always comes down to the experiment. Were right. we forgotten about? Right. Were we just a way to expand their their area? Right. <clears throat> uh, or, or did they kick us out like the story right. goes? They kicked us out for whatever reason that we were learning too fast or something like that, right. which... The ancient astronaut theorists could make the interesting point where they're like, well, if we just give you all the knowledge, that's yeah. not how life works. Life has to evolve. You earn it. You can't spoil it. Because, I mean, that, that right. the concept of spoiling is you didn't have to earn any of this. Right. You just were given all of this stuff as opposed to balancing learning and gifts and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Wait, you're so. not going to call the cops? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, they mention... The uh, the Celtic land of Avalon, which you have to get to via magic. Also in Catalina. Exactly. Um, Shambhala. Um, also in Catalina. <laughs> from, uh, it's from um, Uncharted yeah. Uncharted 3, I think, oh. or Uncharted oh. 4 or 2, I think. Uh, I can't remember, but uh, no, I think it's 4. Now, do you chart um, anything in Uncharted? You do. Oh. Yes. You chart, <laughs> you chart paths that were not mapped before or mm. were mapped very hastily. Okay. So you have to have Indiana Jones-style clues. It's basically a modern Indiana hey, Jones movie. Hey, cool ops on that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now no one's on it anymore. Exactly. But. Uh, and then they talk about, in the Taoist religion, these Chinese immortals, these gods or demigods that go to these heaven-like dimensions, but if they fuck up and are assholes, then they get demoted back to Earth. So, um, so they're wondering, is a utopian world, our concept of this utopian source world, uh, actually history and not just religious allegory. So they go to, uh, they don't really answer this. It's a very weird example to use here. It's an mm-hmm. interesting story, and I think they've mentioned it once a long-ass time ago, one of the older seasons, but uh, the the Woolpot children, the Woolpot Green children, oh. so or Woolpit, sorry. Right. Woolpit, England, uh, the 12th century. Uh, a gre- it's reported by villagers that a green boy and a green girl came out of a cave, and they were wearing strange fabric they'd never seen. So they isolated the kids, 
And um, when they t- interviewed the kids to say, where the hell did you come from? They said they came from the land of St. Martin, which wasn't as bright and wasn't as dark as here. It was like it seemed like a they were describing a world of like permanent kind of sunset or something. Right. Um, and uh, and there were actually kind of like not judicial. Well, I guess it's judicial records, but there are death records of the girl. Um, so and they usually didn't keep those for fake people. Right. Why the boy isn't there? They didn't really go into. I don't know. But uh, an interesting, well, an interesting boy. I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, um, interesting story that I wish they would have kind of gone into more or something mm-hmm. like that. But because I'm sure there's fucking books and all this other Crazy shit about it shit, too. Yeah. But it also doesn't prove that just because two kids came out of a cave. That they came from the Garden of Eden or the right, proverbial right, right. garden, you know, whatever. So, um, but they go into it a little, literally a little deeper and deeper here, yeah. uh, where they talk about Hollow Earth. So, uh, in 2014, a bunch of scientists were doing trying to test the how deep the mantle of the Earth went, and uh, they only got eight miles down, uh, which Brandenburg says that's nothing. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, there is a vast ocean, though, um, that is bigger than all the oceans on Earth combined under the Earth as well. A huge water right. table, which at that big, I mean, it's an ocean or a giant, yeah. a lake as big as Sir Dubbingsley's precious Correct. fucking Lake Michigan or whatever. Yes. So um, first time we talked days. to him and he's nice and yeah. precious fucking whatever Lake Michigan. Whatever shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sorry, Dubs. Dubs yeah. dog. Exactly. Uh, as I'm calling you He's now. got but, a Prime uh, account, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Don't be, don't, be <laughs> mad at me. don't hold a grudge, okay? <laughs> Give me that five dollars. Lake Michigan's great. More like Lake Lake Bitchingen, huh? Yeah, so huh. bitchin', so sad. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, so but that is true. I mean, uh, they have this they have this weird dude on who wrote a book about Hollow Earth, and he looks like crazy bald Matt, um, Mattiverse guy, but uh, balder Matt. <laughs> yes, a very bald Matt. Um, yeah. And uh, he. He makes an interesting point, though, where he says, I mean, and it is true, we know less about what's under the ocean floor yeah. than what's on the moon, So, right. which is kind of crazy when you think about it. So, um, And a lot of old cultures believe this, that there was literally, a lot of believe there was a sun in the center of the earth, or right. uh, like the Mayans, Tibetans, the Hopi, and Buddhists believe there was an inner earth. Um, and we get a Zadok cock here. <laughs> a Zadok cock here. <laughs> uh, uh, Rabbi Zadok talk here. Don't worry, it's nice and cut. Yeah. Uh, he says, the most ancient teachings share with us a shocking revelation that the Garden of Eden was on no place on the face of the earth, but rather that the earth is hollow and the Garden of Eden was a hole in her earth. So, um, you know, the theorizing that I guess Adam and Eve came out of an, in- an inner protected, I guess more idealistic zone, um, but then it's like, well, why is their skin that color if they don't have the same yeah. atmosphere and all? Why is their skin that color? <laughs> There's a lot of... Why don't you like those green kids okay. uh, that we raped and killed and told yeah. her that we died? she died later? Killed. Um, but uh, <laughs> we tilled their little fields. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a whole lot of questions of how an inner earth could breed the same kind of humans as up here. Welcome to inner earth. <laughs> now, when you're talking about you know what is it the fucking chuds or like you know troglodytes yeah, or all these all these scientific movies like you can believe more of that you would think that the life forms in there would be very different with different right. air consistency and heat and oxygen levels well, and, and pressure all this kind of stuff. like pressure, pressure right? is the biggest thing here right pressure and heat because you think they'd have like exoskeletons or something like you'd that you'd have to have something gnarly because one going to the bottom of the ocean if anyone just watch uh the abyss yeah. or whatever yes exactly it's just that pressure so we're at one atmosphere here yes. at sea level yes and then you go plus or minus yeah. 
And the more weight you add on, the more atmosphere, and it gets exponentially greater once you go in the ocean. Because right. you've got to imagine, pick up, just fill a Ziploc bag full of water, right. like a gallon bag, <laughs> right. and feel how heavy that is. Yeah. Now imagine that times a billion yeah. surrounding you from right. all sides, surrounding you, yeah. and that's above you. So yes. the deeper you go in the ocean, the more right. water's above you, creating this pressure. Right. And currents are so, moving and pressing on it, and all that. Same stuff, thing. And, yeah. uh, so same thing with the Earth and the crust. Yeah. The deeper you go, the more of that rock. Welcome to Earth and the crust. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, don't worry, it's uncrustable. <laughs> that was <really> frozen. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I just used to eat those frozen. Oh yeah. <laughs> I used to let it go yeah. and just eat them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the deeper you go towards the center of the Earth, yeah. Uh, the more weight you have literally above you yes. creating this pressure right. and pressure and heat and right. heat heat and pressure are sometimes the same thing right um and then imagine that cuz that's how diamonds are made like right. like literally it's pressure yeah. with the coal and then the heat right. which is due to the friction of the pressure yeah and that gets you the motion in the ocean the friction diamond. of the pressure well and how it's it's crazy like not only is whatever the sun that they say is 600 miles wide uh, down there, what some some French you know mathematician yeah. or something says that in a, in a minute, but uh, if there's a sun down there that is as hot or hotter than our sun, hey. I'll go, although I guess our sun's way ho- bigger than hey. 600 miles, right? If you know, <laughs> it would have to be if it's inside. I'll I'll take oh, a hotter sun. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, he's Anything bigger, but he's hotter. It's okay. all I care about. Uh, he, he seems good to me. I mean, get him up here. I'll, gonna, I'll teach him how to plumb. Ooh, he can melt some mint chip on those yeah. ass cheeks. Yeah. I'll drip it all down. Okay, cool uh, him off with the old toilet water here. Yeah. No, I had a big fucking moron moat where I'm like, oh, yeah, the inner earth has to be smaller than the actual sun. Or the inner sun has to be smaller. I'm like, well, yeah, it's inside the exactly. earth, which is smaller which than is the sun. <laughs> exponentially smaller. Uh, yeah, the sun is 600 miles plus wide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> No, if the sun was creating that much heat, now in an enclosed yeah, heat. Now, now in an enclosed right. geomagnus. Is that a word? Geomagnus? Like a pressure cooker, like <laughs> exactly. one of them goddamn instapots. Right. So like imagine that. Right. And so yeah, it's interesting. And so I'm I'm assuming then even let's say the hollow earth doesn't exist and it's it's the standard, you know, model of the earth, whether it's the core is a bunch of fucking iron and melted and whatever and nickel. Uh, and uh, if I had a nickel for every Earth core, you know, every nickel, uh, it's like I'm guessing that the natural gravitational force of creation of 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 the universe is what's keeping this thing from bursting apart from a core that's creating that much pressure, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, um, have planets? I guess that is in a lot of sci-fi movies where the core of the planet's overheating and the pressure's gonna, it's going to explode. Yeah. If they have to like leave the planet before it explodes from the inside out. Right. Well, like a sun, like the sun's right. getting bigger because it's exploding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, you're gonna you're get getting, here. Hey, you're getting too big ahead, <laughs> Joe. I've been making you come well, way too much. Well, you're, you're exploding all over the place. Your hag meat's getting big and it's about to explode. Uh, oh, I went like such leave a more macro. Yeah, <laughs> leave juices <laughs> everywhere here. Uh, it's almost like when Steve spills a whole beer on his lap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sticky for a while. <laughs> sticky for a while. Uh, <laughs> click, he's, click, click. He's selling the product. <laughs> My son's come. Yeah. Sticky for a while. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. I almost elbowed 10,000 of the 25,000 cards. Yugi Lee. <laughs> 
you levo. Yes. Um, <laughs> She's my favorite head oh, boy. medicine. I thought we were going to get her early tonight, but we've just been riffing and raffing on here. But uh, anyway, uh, oh, I skipped ahead a little bit. I'm very sorry. Yes. Um, but yeah, Edmund Haley of Haley's Comet fame was, again, the first kind of Western theorist that was like a real scientist that uh, proposed that the hollow Earth had, wasn't just hollow, but it was actually like multiple sets of layers, concentric circles within the Earth with their own atmospheres. Wheels and within whatever. wheels, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Leon Hart Euler was the guy I was talking about before. He's a seven, 17th century mathematician who believed the Earth had a whole sun that was 600 miles wide and yeah. civilizations with. I'll take my. Son. <laughs> uh, had entrances at the North and South Pole, which they then shared the story 200 or 300 years later of Admiral Richard Byrd. Um, and they do some very Pipilock style footage of him yeah. out in the, yeah, uh, yeah. the North Pole. Um, well, because a lot of people think the poles were hollow and you could just right. fly through them. And he says that yeah. he he didn't say he flew through them, but he flew. He was the first guy to fly over the North Pole, I think. And um, and he said that he found lush green areas in the North Pole, the center where none of them should be. So, right. uh, and we get a bar barrage here talking more about Admiral Richard Byrd. He says. And the first thing they discovered was a, a hollow earth. Like, this is like, like Richard Bird later says he did like see shit in there because he went to the South Pole too and then entered right. and all that stuff. So, uh, the first thing they discovered was a, a hollow earth civilization that was populated by very advanced beings. They don't really go into it any more than that. And it's like, where are they? And if they're so advanced, where? right. I don't know. Um, and then, uh, uh, and well, Sooks would say, well, look to the ancient astronaut right. theory for your fucking answer. But if they um, flew over them and saw it, I know. Yeah, yeah. believe me. Uh, and then um, Childress talks about a potential government cover-up for Bird when why he stopped talking about it. So he says, uh, uh, Admiral Byrd made a, a lot of unusual statements, <laughs> including talking about what he called a, a new kind of craft that could fly from pole to pole. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, a double-ended fleshlight? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Shut up, Childress. Tip to tip. Yeah. Uh, uh, when Bird got back to the... <laughs> Sounds, his name is Bird, but it's like he's telling your kid. When Bird got back, yeah. he talked to Dog. <laughs> and Dog said, I've been on a great journey, Bird. No. Uh, when Bird got back to the United States, where he was questioned very heavily and was eventually told to stop talking about this by the government. So um, I'm actually interested to read his stuff, I guess, but I don't know. There's so much in. It's not the age of exploration because that was when you know in the fucking right. Renaissance when everyone was going out whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, but like the the age of the kind of World sense. War One, well, flight like, exploration. the age of early technology. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like the age of flight, like these early, the early nineteen hundreds, where it's like a lot of people were flying around, seeing shit they'd never seen before, had never been documented by Westerners before, yeah. and it's like I don't know, is that sense of wonder. If you see the stars for the first time, aren't you going to maybe mistake some things about them? Because you're just like, whoa, this is so crazy. Never right. seen anything like this. Like, whatever. Um, I always wonder if there's a little bit of that, like, shock and awe happening. Or awe and shock right. happening. Um, what is this night before Christmas shock. or something? But, um, oh, that's lock, shock, and barrel, you know? Yeah. But, um, but anyway, I'm curious, like, was this, guy, was this guy... It's lock, shock, and barrel, I think. Uh, was this guy completely full of shit? Probably not. But he might have seen... I don't know. If I'm being the skeptic, he might have seen reflecting, like things reflecting off of glaciers, which he's never seen before. And when you're seeing the fucking, the glaciers of all glaciers at the very top north end of the world, mm -hmm. maybe he was just seeing some 
turf that was Santa Claus's miniature golf course he yeah, has exactly. there at the workshop. So, um, but uh, our last segment we go to Worst Case Ontario, Canada. Um, if Bob Manning was here, he'd get that little reference too. But he's he not. will later. Uh, and they have the an isolated physics lab they call uh, un uncreatively <laughs> the snow lab. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a mile underground, and the whole point is they're trying to block out cosmic radiation so they can detect dark matter. So they're trying to find what the, like detect the actual whatever it is, the molecule or whatever that makes up dark mm-hmm. matter. So um, kind of like the opposite of the Large Hadron Collider at CERN, yeah. where they're taking matter matter. Uh, hey, matters <laughs> matter. Dark no. matter matters. Uh, I was going to say the matter matter, the mad matter matter yes. of the uh, matterverse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, but uh, now I'm picturing Matt as like a, uh, Jonathan Depp, you know, in the yeah, fucking yeah, movie and yeah. all that stuff. But he's just, hey, here's some tea. Yeah, his orange makeup fucking hurts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my hair's fucking beer again. He was yeah. so mad at you for spilling that yeah. fucking beer. Maybe you didn't beer. put it on your fucking table. There's shit. Like he wasn't even laughing. He was like irritated that you fucking spilled that thing. I'm like, what yeah, the fuck? Like, who cares? <laughs> Literally, who cares? No one. It's not your glass. It's nothing special. Yeah. It's an area no one touches. Right. Uh, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> anyway, 95% of the mass in the universe is made up of this theoretical substance, right? Yeah. Um, what we're only, what we're seeing, all stars, all planets, all space dust or whatever is only 5% of what the universe is technically made AC of. So, says 5%. Exactly. So what the fuck is it? So uh, it wasn't even until the 80s that dark matter was even accepted to start studying right. as a theoretical uh, substance by uh, lamestream scientists. So, uh, and then you know, I remember when I was a kid, they asked, they said, "Oh, it's like the glue that holds the physical universe together." Right. Uh, and I'm like, "Okay, but isn't that gravity?" Even as a kid, I was like, "I thought gravity held everything." So, you know, right. uh, is it a shadow galaxy that makes up a parallel universe, which is kind of weird? Like, would that mean then? And we, you know, obviously, right after this, they talk about infinite universes, how it's yeah. like all the universes stacked on top of each other, whatever. But uh, if it was just like a shadow galaxy, there has always been that concept of there's a light world and a dark world, right? There's a horrible version of this and a light version. There's heaven, there's hell, like all that stuff. Right, right, right. And so, I don't know, that would be weird. Would that mean then that all multi, the entire multiverse, each of those has a dark side and like side like thing? Yeah. And if the dark side is that much bigger... Not not even trying to say, oh, it's about emotional oh evil God, or good or whatever. Bigger. But yeah. <laughs> he's so much bigger than your dad. Oh my god. Um, but this uh, is dark side raw. <laughs> um, but anyway, so let's let's keep moving here. We're almost done. Um Brandenburg, the deeper and deeper creeper, <laughs> um, says it's uh, it's like owning a big mansion and it turns out that there's a secret room in it and you, you just don't know where it is. <laughs> like you're a fucking idiot if you bought a house and don't know all the fucking rooms yep, in yep, your yep. mansion. Also, that's a big-ass humble brag. If it's so big, you don't even know where the little room inside Ooh. is. <laughs> little girl, why don't you find the little room inside the <laughs> big mansion? Um, it's just your dick, oh. sir, and I'm 27, and I'm on math. Well, suck it anyway, Feels like bitch. 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Wilcock... Uh, Five Heads at Freddy's is on to talk about, you know, the layers, layers and layers of reality existing on top of each other and that people can just go back and forth in between them depending on their frequencies and everything. Um, And then they kind of finish the episode with like, what would we actually do if we found the other Earth, if we found another Earth, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it would be a dimensional version or 
one out in our own galaxy somewhere, right? So, right. Um, and Medallion Man, William Henry, comes out for the first time in this episode and says, if we were to find another planet with life on it, it would affirm what spiritual and sacred traditions have always been saying, that we are, in fact, part of a larger celestial family of civilizations. Um, just saying that it would prove what primitive people with very who are very into their religion yeah. and understanding of the universe, it would just prove them true, which is yeah, an interesting yeah. point. Uh, yeah. It would 100%. I can't argue with them with that. you know. So uh, Clotworthy finishes the episode in a very different way. I don't know if it's the first time ever, but uh, he doesn't talk about the return and meaning of our galactic daddies. He says... Uh, maybe we will find not just one other Earth, but thousands. And I wrote it down because within a couple years, that started to happen because now right. they estimate that there are tens of thousands of exoplanets like per X amount of space in the galaxy, which would right. mean there are millions. Right. So millions of potential Earth-like planets, right. of which let's say even 1% of those, that's tens right. or that's 100,000, right? Of point X percent of infinity right. is a shitload. Right, so... Um, but anyway, but yeah, this, it was a pretty good episode. I think it yeah. was, uh, they haven't talked about exoplanets very much shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of always talking about exoplanets, <laughs> but, right. but without talking about it in our modern search for it kind yeah. of sense, yeah, you yeah. know? So, um, very much a more of a documentary style episode of like, here's, here's the history of like exoplanets. Yeah. And at least it's family. something different. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they focused on it too. They actually right. didn't derail. So we right, want to give right, them credit right. there too. So, um, and yeah, not too much like wasting time with wasted experts or anything right, like that. Right, so, right. anyway, um, yeah, next week's episode, episode I don't have with, with me right now. I can't, I can't remember, remember, but um, um, season, it's season, season episode seven, 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 but I can't remember which one it's going to be. Um, yeah, other than that, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us and watching on twitch.tv/slash Don't forget to. Donate your free Twitch Prime account that comes with your Amazon Prime account to our channel by subscribing. Anyone did that? I, I'm going to double check because it says I was looking before I spilled my beer. There's things, but I couldn't see how to exactly set it all up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, figure that out for us, fans, and let us know. Uh, we appreciate your support, listening, subscribing, telling your friends about the show, following us on Twitter at Probing Aliens, following us on Facebook and Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. Listen to Beer They're Drunk Down, the same podcast services, and listen to Adventurous Ghost, and usually Probing Deeper, where we talk about something in the metaverse, no, something in the Ancient Aliens verse, a little deeper, whether it's going into a Medallion Man documentary or an evening with Sucralos at Contact in the Desert. It's all there on Patreon for $5 a month or more. So, yeah. And that, whatever banter, and probing. Ancient Aliens back. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye